Arc Dream presents Delta Green, The Garden, Part 2. Actual play of a Delta Green scenario written and GM'd by Adam Scott Glancy. Featuring Kevin Hamm of the Green Box Podcast, Frank Fry, Timothy Duchesne, and Shane Ivey of Arc Dream Publishing. So anyways, uh, yeah, you uh, get your critical success. Um, you do, in fact, see a Japanese flag uh, flying over that uh, huts, the huts on the tip of the island. Um, it's the tip closest to the, the, the landward side, not the seaward side. Um, you can see what looked like, you can see guys wandering around that island with long arms. Um, how, how many? With the critical success, uh, you count uh, something like 20 guys. And um, some of them are wandering around with their, you know, shirts off. They're stripped to the waist because it's a thousand degrees. Um, but plenty of them, uh, you know, are still wearing their blue jackets, you know, from their. Yeah, just one thing, if I might know, <clears throat> they wouldn't be blue. Um, they would be khaki. These guys aren't landing uh, party. They're like they're wearing they're wearing naval uniforms from the twenties, which uh, which have a. a they they would be either white or khaki for this kind of weather. That's a good point. The blue stuff was what you wear in Japan because Japan is fucking cold. Yeah. It's a land of snow. Not and in fact, the, the blue uniform, I think, was made of wool. It was a winter uniform. Oh, well, then I'm glad I corrected that before I had a publication because I, I hadn't, I, that, that had escaped me. Having found some Japanese uniforms from the period, I'm like, okay, this must be it. But hmm. yeah, they would probably be in their, in their whites. Have a tropical uniform of some kind. Or at least, uh, or their khakis or something. But yeah, I suppose the blue ones. Probably whites if they're sailors. If they're Japanese Navy, they'll be... Then they're, yes, and then they're probably wearing white. Uh, it's dingy. Their whites are relatively dingy. Oh, yeah. But you can see, because they're Japanese, they've they've hung laundry lines and are washing their clothes because, again, cleanliness is next to, you know, Japanese-ness. This is, uh, they didn't have bathtubs when we were, you know, picking lice off each other for nothing, you know. Um, there's there the, the the camp over there. There are natives moving in and out of the amongst the men with rifles. There are locals you can uh, that you can you can spot out with that critical success. Nobody seems to be you know uh, flogging anyone with you know uh, bull whips to get them to do stuff. The natives are uh, the Coast Rayans are going about their business, um, and uh, the Japanese are well. They are. Uh, you can see some guys like helping with the fishing nets um, and you can see some guys who are who look like uh, they're uh, working together with the locals to build a catamaran hmm do it does uh, that's how that's the officer do we uh is there any kind of a, you know, semaphore signals we could uh, send back and forth to communicate with them? Or do they have a wireless antenna up over there? No, no. But at this point in the jungle, you can see the damn wireless an- you know, antenna down uh, in the compound. It's it's a couple hundred feet tall. Yeah. You know, it's, <clears throat> it's pretty obvious. Not the least of which because it, uh, uh, and it is a, what do you call it, a short, I think it is a I guess it'd have to be a shortwave transmitter at this point to, to have any kind of serious range. Um, not the least of which because it's down this compound, it's not taller than the mountains mm-hmm. around it. Um, 
But uh, yeah, um, there is options for semaphore. The lieutenant does have in his gear one signal lamp with battery. Uh, it would be much easier to use it at night mm -hmm. um, and uh, attempt to signal them. Uh, of course, the, you know, while he does know his Morse, um, the question is, uh, does he know his Morse in Japanese? Uh, he speaks Japanese. I think we assume they know English. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I'm sure that between his uh, knowledge of Morse and his knowledge of Japanese, he can figure out the right thing to signal. If Morse has more than, if there's more than one language for Morse, like I don't know if there's a, a, a Slavic Cyrillic alphabet version of Morse, or you know, uh, or what? Not, that'd be worth finding out. So yeah. you can uh, yeah. you can you can tell me to, to shove it because this is a situation where I I, I was I did this and I was a, I was a signalman for the Coast Guard when I was in the Coast Guard as a side job. So mm -hmm. I know semaphore. I used to know semaphore and Morse and flag and stuff. So. Uh, if, if you haven't read this in the scenario, to tell me to shove it. But no, no, no. I'm happy to provide the intel for, 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 the, for the manuscript. But um, so if, if, the, if, the, if the lieutenant's a navigator and they had skills for, for flashing light, then they would also probably have some of which you could even do with but, sticks and bits of fabric. And that would oh. probably almost always be the. Everyone some would know. Some yeah, flags would know, would, know, would, know, would know it in English. Okay. And they would be translated from English to. Uh, on their side. Okay. So assuming someone over there also is fluent or knows how to communicate, maybe we could talk during okay. the day, I think. The, uh, the, signal lamp, uh, the signal lamp is more like an Aldous lamp. Yeah. Um, uh, but with a, a very short-lived battery on it. Mm. Because that yeah. also gives us away. I'm not sure we want to... Uh, also, way, sort of standing there with some flags. Well, I'm yeah. saying, like, like, communicating with the island give, gives us away a little bit, so maybe yeah. we, we want to save that until we need it. It's good to say, I believe the... Proper word for Japanese writing and letters is kanji. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Lieutenant would rather poke around in their stuff before signaling to them because he's a sneaky bastard. Right. Um, so does that mean wait till I, nightfall? Because, I mean, if we're going to go out there right now, we're only 200 feet away from them. It's not like they're going to miss us. Could yeah, then I was going to say, can... in that case, don't anybody fart. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like, you know, diagonal across that... Uh, Across that square, it's yeah, maybe. Wait a minute, where are all these bodies? Um, yeah, we, do we see them as we're coming over the ridge? Uh, once you're coming over the ridge, uh, <clears throat> go ahead and give me a second. Well, you know, let's yeah, let's go with the, the this is forget that, make sure we just go with the uh, the one awareness for the entire situation because you're looking down on the two sides. You can pick out that there are a bunch of guys, they're easy to see because as we've we've just changed their uniforms to white. So they're much easier to see. Uh, there is this big compound, and basically, what the, the Japanese compound is a ring of buildings. It's just a it's just a squared off area with this mm, relatively light looking fence around it. You know, not it's razor wire topped with double enclosure and guard dogs in between, but they've got this fence around. Probably because they're just as you know uh, racist as any other industrialized society. I think they have to keep the Coast Rayans from stealing from them, so they put a fence around the place. Um, and uh, uh, there are uh, buildings that look like uh, they're all one story, like bungalows. Um, there's some stuff that looks like they could be uh, officers' quarters. Uh, there's buildings that look like they could be long barracks. Um, there is a, a, a 
couple buildings that are blown down around a hole in the ground uh, that is way far away from the, 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 the actual detonation spot is far from the uh, uh, camp and it, it, uh, uh, it's outside the, it was outside the wire so to speak but uh, essentially there are these very large buildings that look like warehouses they're on the south side, I guess, of the downtown. The north side looks like it's it's uh, officers' billets and stuff. Um, there's uh, buildings uh, that look like they're possibly uh, administrative buildings. One of them has the has the wireless tower next to it. There's an exterior building next to it that maybe you can see what look like maybe drums next to it for fueling a generator. Uh, for running the wireless. Um, yeah, that's basically how the place is shaped. It's this square compound yeah. laid out in a leveled area. In the middle of it is sort of a, almost like a parade exercise field. And the Japanese would be would have been at this time, everyone gets up in the morning and does your morning calisthenics. Um, that was something that was that been part of their military routine. We're about uh, midday there. right now. Hmm? We're about midday right now. Yeah, we're about midday right now. The thing that is down that field that looks really weird, though, is it, there looks like there's a ship sail. And by the way, you can see the, um, now I guess actually for the position you're at, you can't see the masts of the ship sticking out of the water. Okay. You would have been able to see them before you crossed over the, because it was outside the, it would have been, the out, mouth. It would have been out here someplace. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, there's one weird thing down there on the field, and that is, uh, there are a couple of what look like the kind of poles that you would hang uh, uh, telegraph wire from, maybe 18, maybe 20 feet tall, something like that, relatively close together that somebody appears to have strung uh, a piece of sailcloth between, just a big blank piece of sailcloth between two poles out in the middle of this field. It's actually at one side of the field, it's, it's closer to the jungle and uh or closer to inland as of the, the, the west side of the compound mm. um and most of the white figured bodies and they're scattered all over this this compound but there's a knot of them really close to that that piece of canvas that sheet that's hung up okay yes this is which way is the wind blowing uh the wind would be coming in off the sea. It would be blowing east to west. Uh, would so it be blowing towards us? No. You guys are way to the southeast right now. It is blowing east to west. Still. Do we <laughs> smell death? Uh, not at this range. Okay, I was just thinking with all those bodies around, given the, do we smell anything? What's that sail for? Didn't we? What's that sail for? Yeah, that too. Nothing written on it? No, not that you can make out at this range. Is it rigged for like shade or is it straight up and down? Straight up and down. Two poles, piece of canvas between the two. Is there a giant folded paper football? <laughs> it's not set up for, it doesn't, it doesn't appear to be set up for any sport you can imagine. How, so how high is the, uh, how much, how much, the, those things are about 18 feet tall. How mm -hmm. much of that is taken up by the sail? The sail's at the top. Okay. Are you drying it, drying it out or something, or? 
Maybe. I mean, does that look like a way to dry out it's, sails? It's a weird way to do it. You just hang it over a couple of lines. Yeah, you just keep it off the ground. Because right. they had to put these poles in the ground. Mm-hmm. They had to do some work. Somebody to, had to, to proactively set sew the thing around onto these to hold to each of these. Hoist it up with, to, uh, you know, before you put the poles like up. That's a problem. Yeah, wait a minute. 1919. No, they wouldn't have it. What? One of the things I thought of when you talk about the big white street, movie screen. There's there's film, there's movies in 1919. Yeah, but oh. would they be out this far? And what well, are they doing bringing them all the way out here? Uh, I remember reading a book called uh, Hot Places where they describe, it's written in the, in the 30s where they talk about that there is a silent movie theater in Tahiti. You know, like you get away to Tahiti to, to see the, oh, you know, this, the Tahiti of Monet, and you get there and it's cars and it's bars and it's there's a movie theater and so they were showing charlie chaplin films you know <laughs> which i guess by that point would have been yeah it was in the 30s so they were talkies but they're showing silence out there you know hmm. um they're showing silent films uh, uh not in order <laughs> just but there is something line. even if it's not for films projector screen it could uh, you could project onto this absolutely yeah because i was thinking this is Odd, but I remember my mom telling me that my grandmother used to take her to Chautauqua. What's that? Shows. Traveling shows. They'd have lectures. Great castles of Europe, and it would be slideshows. And we're talking the 1920s. Yeah. Hmm. So that's, you had uh, that's, probably, that's probably really close to what this reminds you of. Yeah. Okay. By the way, Chautauqua definitely sounds like some old one. <laughs> like, or a mushroom. Yeah, isn't that true? <laughs> Actually, it was a uh, No, it's American Chautauqua Society. It's still around today. Huh. Weird. All right, All that's right. cool. The old ASS. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you really dial yourself in for some, for some uh, uh, competence by <laughs> making, <laughs> making an initial out of it. <laughs> Especially because it spells something dirty. I mean, that's, that's funny. Yeah. I've been with the ass for ever. <laughs> Since the Roaring Twenties, <laughs> they did roar. They will start roaring next year. Um, so, do we think we could get? Assuming we wanted to stay somewhat hidden from the island of Lelu, um, but also and from what you saw, it looked like they had, you know, a high watch post of guards watching these these areas. Yeah, how, they how alert, yeah, how alert are the people on the island? Um, there are, uh, there are definitely guys. With shouldered weapons, who are uh, uh, looking around uh, uh, across the, the, the little shallow harbor or bay, I'm gonna call it. This thing is so shallow; there are sections of it that you can uh, walk across. Low tide, right? Walk the, the northernmost part uh, actually has a section that is above water. There's this, these two islands here, one of which gets bigger, uh, substantially bigger at low tide. But my understanding is that this, uh, you can actually, on low tide, you can walk to the island. Uh, this area here, this weird little outline here, apparently is something called the Blue Hole, which is just some weird volcanic uh, tunnel that comes up there, and it's just, you know, suddenly this one weird spot where it's... Mm-hmm. Sinkhole. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those I blue holes. I need to stretch my legs. Feel free. Um, but yeah, uh, <coughs> there's all kinds of lovely things on the coast right well, but, so um, the, I guess the big question right now is: Are we wait till dark? Are we just gonna 
but camp we, out. Do we think we could get around to the compound without? You could. Uh, Jungle's going to cover go, us. If you yeah. go uh, backwards into into the green a little bit, you know, and then uh, cross over some of the rougher terrain behind the uh, the uh, compound, you could come up on the side on the back of the compound, which will put the compound between you and the people mm -hmm. on. Uh, on Lelu, that would actually get you close enough to get into things like some of the officer billets, uh, get you close to the, uh, get you up, up next to the, uh, where the warehouses are. You can get into those if you move up. Depending on which side of the warehouse you approach, you can get into the, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, into the warehouses. Uh, it wouldn't get you necessarily over by the administration buildings, the places that look like, you know, uh, Camp headquarters buildings. So that wouldn't where the uh, the radio tower is. But uh, to start, and we didn't really. What was the uh, kind of the plan back with the with the main ship and main body as far as how long they expect us to be out? <coughs> well, I expect you'll be uh, gone until they begin to worry about you. Yeah. Um, if they start worrying about you seriously, then they'll um, obviously uh, go get. Uh, bunch of swabbies and uh, hand them a bunch of rifles and hopefully they'll know which way the bullets come out of them and uh, you know they'll just double the number because what it's only like what three swabbies equals one marine and then they'll come they'll come rescue you I'm sure you'll be rescuable mm -hmm. the question is is that how long does it take I'm gonna go ahead and say because most player characters would want to have an absolute due date on when we need to be back uh, like tomorrow morning if you know uh, if we're not back by tomorrow morning. There's a problem, you know. Send help. Make another decision. Sure. Um, yes, we probably just start because you know. uh, that would be the main thing. I'm going to also presume that our lieutenant uh, signaled uh, the ship, uh, one from the shore with the lamp. Um, the maybe he would have sent uh, what's her name, um, Devereaux back to the ship. Uh, she's not interested in leaving, or she if she was invited to, she says, no, I need to stay. This is this is my congregation. Are you going to take everybody off of Coast Ray? No, you can't put them all on your boat. There's not enough room. So she's not interested in leaving, but um, certainly, uh, you know, the bosun's mate or whoever you left back in charge of the boat will know that, you know, if, if you're not back by tomorrow, uh, then uh, wait for the next high tide and leave. No, I only know this because you gave me that sheet originally, um, but I would know it from being on the boat there. But I know, or him, um, I know the lieutenant has a flare gun with some colored flares, so yeah. I assume if, if we, there could be some sort of a standard protocol. If we, oh, yeah. If we think we're good, but we can't get back, we could send up a green flare that says we're, we're fine, wait another day or something. And yeah. Red flare could mean send in the Marine. <laughs> Start the plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. It means get to the chopper. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's probably how it works as okay. far as the signals go. Green means everything's great. So we got some ways to communicate. And you would be able to put these uh, flares up high enough so they could see them over the ridge line uh -huh. uh, from, the, from the ship. That won't be a problem. Of course, it will definitely tell all those jumpy, nervous Japanese guys exactly. on that island that there's you have visitors. Mm -hmm. So I think let's let's head. You know, I imagine we only got to walk five feet into the jungle to be visible. Yeah, mm -hmm. it ain't so much. let's just go come around from the back and just okay. now that we know where Lelu is, we can keep them. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll always keep something between us and Lelu. I think we'll be okay. You guys, it's, it's another uh, uh, probably about two, three hundred yards to get to where you're going. Uh, you cross a couple of creeks. 
that are, you know, uh, just basically uh, wadeable through. Um, you probably also run into uh, some Japanese uh, uh, pipes that have been laid into the ground to, uh, that, have been, that have been installed above ground uh, to draw water from uh, this uh, creek. Um, uh, actually, you're not going that far into the jungle, so maybe not. But actually, no. Yeah. So you do see, you see the rail, you'll be able to see the rail line fairly well. You'll also be able to see the docks. Please make me a awareness roll. I made that one. Okay. Yeah. Success. Just missed mine. Okay. Anyone who made a success, the data you get from this is that there is a long key, and this this it is a stone key that has been made by piling up rocks, and then they've put cement down on top of this thing. So uh, at it goes out quite far, and at the end of this thing, uh, there's actually a what looks like a flat-bottomed barge. Um, it's not something that would be seaworthy in that it is completely, it is a flat barge. Mm. But it's got a cargo crane on it, and it's got a little, you know, wheelhouse at one end. Um, and uh, there's nothing, I mean, it's right there at the end of the uh, the little rail line. Can we tell us if there's anything in it? The, it has an open deck. And then, you know, there's no, there's no lower deck necessarily. There's just like, a, there's a, an engine house at one hand, end of it, you know, and you know, your experience with these things would be that beneath the engine house would be that's where the, the motors are, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The rest of this thing is just hollow flotation, right. you know, uh, for this barge. Uh, so you would it's stack, sitting you would very, stack on you'd stack than things fill. on the deck mm -hmm. and you tie them down. There's there's all these big steel, uh, I don't what you call it, pinions or you know things that are sticking up for for cargo netting. <laughs> Um, it's not designed to be seaworthy. It's designed to be a transit between here, over the top of a reef, mm -hmm. and out to a, a, a cargo ship that would then pick things off the deck of the barge okay. and, and put it. This is something that would have had to have been, had to have been towed out here by something else, more likely than anything. Um, yeah, it wouldn't have trans. It wouldn't have much range. Yeah. It would be, and it would not be. A terribly stable platform on bad seas, because again, it's it's flat. I mean, what's the point to that? There, were they digging up something off this island that was? You'd you'd either be bringing stuff to the island uh, from cargo ships on this barge, things that were big and heavy, uh, things well, okay. that couldn't so be like put, supply pallets or things that couldn't be put in a rope, <clears throat> you know, uh, or you're taking things off the island that are too big to be put in a rowboat. And if this rail line goes from here to the dig, then either they're bringing in equipment to dig or they're bringing out mm -hmm. whatever they're digging up, ostensibly. Mm -hmm. Okay. The chemical weapons. <laughs> yeah. All right. If you're lucky, it's just some pocket of minerals that desiccates, you know, people. Who yeah. Minerals. That's what we need to. It'll be. It'll be like uh, it's this blue clay. It's uh, uh It's got uranium in it. Mm -hmm. Something like that. All right, so I guess we kind of creep out of the jungle from the blind side and get to the... Uh, and be to careful get, to get of the Sumatran rats. Yeah. 
there is big only occasionally the, but those are only Sherlock Holmes stories. And since we're now playing the Sherlock Holmes game, we don't have to worry about the the giant rat of Sumatra. <laughs> um, but uh, maybe the occasional tiger. Uh, there's no Coast Raiden tigers I checked. There's not even any cool. There's not even any cool like monitor lizards or anything. <laughs> kind of sad. Um, anyways. Uh, there are, however, uh, wild pigs on the island, so who knows? Maybe barbecue tonight, or maybe you get disemboweled like yeah. uh, some Norman king. You never can tell. <laughs> it could go either way. <laughs> back when dinner fought back. Um, yeah, uh, you were able to creep along this uh, uh, the edge of this rail line that kind of runs along the edge of the, uh, uh, when it starts going up into these the higher elevations. Um, the uh, area is fairly well forested. Um, you come around and find yourselves in front of this, uh, uh, and there's not much space. There's uh, they cleared up stumps and trees and whatnot, but there's maybe you know 30 feet between the edge of the jungle and the fence. It ain't much. It's not like they created giant fields of fire and there's no guard towers with Lewis guns in them. It's not that kind of setup. It's just some very simple security measures. Um, uh, I'm sure the fence isn't electrified. Feel free to touch your tongue against it. So it's not a stockade fence. It's like metal. Well, it's um, it's like a it's it's like a wire fence, like something they would have rolled out. Gotcha. Okay. You know. So you can see through it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It is a it is it, yeah. It's just wire, and maybe it's maybe chicken wire size. Maybe to keep rats from the jungle out or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, uh, so they don't uh, get into the food supply and eat everybody's rice and, you know, dried fish uh, or taro root or whatever it is, the, the, the Japanese uh, mess kit, you know. Um, the You're out here at the edge of the compound and you can see through between some of the buildings. And since you did say you're going around to the back of this thing, you do get the smell you were asking about before, okay. but there are a crap ton of corpses out in that field, too many to count, and it doesn't smell as bad as it should. Yeah, I'll try. I mean, do they look like the ones we're familiar with from the boat, or are we not that close yet? Um, Similar signs. There are a few that look like they are sitting now, you're coming around the side of things as you're, as you're going through, the, going and looking between the buildings. You are seeing, um, you know, various angles on this field. Um, you're definitely seeing some guys who look like they're sitting and uh, sitting on the ground like in a half lotus position, facing the sheet, and they're still sitting there. There are. Piles of guys who look like they're piled on top of each other. Um, there is a, make an observation or an awareness roll. Everybody, there's one other detail out there that might be Forty-four is going to be a crit success. No, right. succeeded. Crit success uh, notices that there is uh, a uh, table out in the middle of the field that's tipped over on its side. It's a uh, Behind where most of the guys, all the guys who are sitting cross-legged are all have their backs to the table, mm -hmm. and they're looking at the uh, sheet. Um, tables behind them, it's tipped over. 
where the, so, so that, that could play into our projector into where the projector was yeah yeah but what were they projecting Charlie Chaplin silent film <laughs> apparently somebody filmed the production of the king in yellow or something and this you know this desiccating chemical agent is really fast acting there are guys who are just like I said anybody, still anybody have their eyes uh, covered or is anyone covering their eyes with their hands well you did make a critical success um, there's one guy doing this you know sort of classic kaiju Godzilla pointing yeah. at the sheet and just that's crazy <laughs> But nobody's doing this that I see. Um, you might see a couple of guys doing that, yeah. Okay. Uh, in fact, I'm almost positive. But again, there's one guy who's, you know, just mouth open, catching flies. Yeah. Are flies starting to get into the corpses, or are they leaving them alone? Uh, at this distance, you really can't tell. It's going to be, you're, you're going to have to get a lot okay. closer. Let me think. Um, I'll tell you what. Tropical weather, mm, summer... You should see clouds. Yeah, I would expect a lot more. Um, the fact what you're not seeing are clouds of flies. Yeah. Which tracks with the boat. Yeah. Okay. All right, so what do we do here? And do we feel like we can get into some of the buildings without exposing ourselves to the island? Some of them, yeah. I'm just starting Deal, there. Dealer's there. choice. Yeah. Uh, everybody gets to make a, uh, a stealth roll. Uh, what would you like to get into? Officer's quarters? Uh, uh, are any of us bad at stealth? I've got a four-way I'm decent. Uh, even Lieutenant has stealth. You got a 55. The more rolls, the more chances for failure. I'll tell you what, we're going to make one roll based on the lowest stealth roll of the group. Who's got that? Lieutenant has 5 0. I'll make one of you guys roll it. 50, same here. What'd you roll? 55. I'm 65. All right, you're rolling the stealth roll. Try not to crit fail. Well, then I crit fail. Just, a, reg fail. just a regular fail. Just a regular 63. fail. 63. You are far away and little tiny dots in nice, you know, khaki uniforms, not, you know, bright white uniforms. You're going to need to crit fail when you're playing it safe. You want to cross over into the other areas mm -hmm. of that compound. Mm -hmm. That's when actual failure rolls are going to matter. All right. But over here, what do you want to sneak into? The um, oh yeah, what are our options uh, again? The, on this side of the island, on this side of the compound, um, you've got things like uh, the uh, there is a uh, water tower on this side, which uh, is the maybe the tallest spot on the other thing. Which is there's and there are pipes that run around. This compound, they're on, they're on top of the ground. Um, they go off to uh, two buildings. One looks like it's got a smokestack coming out of it, so it's probably some sort of mess. Another one goes off to a bunch of showers and things, because again, the Japanese are not going to build something without having a place to have a shower. It's just not going to happen. Um, and um, there's also, you know, the latrines over there by that as well. Um, is there a way we can see, uh, get at the water to see if it smells funny? Sure. Um, uh, there's, um, uh, if you were to hack open one of these pipes or pry <coughs> open uh, the water, um, the, the, and the 
are you looking for the water that's coming from uh, the creek or the stuff that's in the water tank? Because climbing to the water tank, you could go to the bottom of the water yeah, tank. I, and I guess, I mean, well, I guess both since we're trying to figure out what's going on here. Okay. But we'll start with whatever's easiest. Um, the water. Uh, go ahead and make an awareness roll uh, since you're the one who's going to ask him the question. All right. Uh, success. You uh, go ahead and make me a pharmacy roll. Um, so that does not make my pharmacy. It does make my first aid, hmm. but not pharmacy. All right. It doesn't smell like any chemicals. You're not yeah. smelling any chemicals, right? Um, except maybe a little bit of chlorine in it uh, for water for purification. Hmm. That would be pretty standard. Um, uh, that is the stuff coming out of the water tower, the valve yeah. at the bottom. The creek doesn't smell like anything except mm, yeah, beautiful mountain spring water, which we will now bottle and sell to mm-hmm. yuppies. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, that's all. That, that's all that you're really coming up with there. Right. Um, it doesn't smell odd to you. It doesn't smell weird. It's not greasy, iridescent. It just looks like, it smells like, uh, mm, it's not pool water chlorinated, but right. you've drunk militarily, you know, military purified water before. You've done it, you know. This is what you would have been, tough, this is, tough, toughens up your guts. This is what you would have been drinking in Haiti yeah. rather than the local well water, right. you know. Which would really toughen up your gut. <laughs> I can attest to yeah. that. Um, how's that? I can attest to that. Oh, dear. Sorry to hear that, sir. <laughs> um, but, yes, uh, the um, over on this side, there's also the, the warehouses. They, uh, the doors to the warehouses are all in the front. There's no fire hazard codes, so there's no doors in the back of these things. They all face the, the, the compound. The windows? Yeah. Uh, the closest thing to windows uh, is going to be just this, this, these holes cut into them for ventilation. All right. Are those big enough to crawl through? Mm, they're a little high up, but uh, if you were to form yourselves into the proverbial human pyramid, the all right. Tell you what. How about this instead? These buildings are corrugated steel. They're just corrugated steel on a, on, a, on a wood frame. You're probably better just breaking the corrugated steel away, taking your bayonet and popping the corrugated steel off of the side of the building and shimmying in. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, they're not going to hear it on the island. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll do, let's do yeah. that. I mean, make, make ourselves a doorway so we can right. get in. All right. Okay. That's good. Now we've established one of the uh, Alphonse's uh, axioms for agents right here. Never use the front door. Make your own door. <laughs> right. This is the moment that axiom came in. Um well, you're in a darkened warehouse. Uh, it is. Uh, they look like they. These guys poured a concrete pad uh, for this thing. Um, there's. Uh, it's not particularly tall. It doesn't have multiple cases stacked up to the ceiling like it's. Uh, you know, where they keep the ark. You know, under the under the Pentagon or whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess it wouldn't be the Pentagon in 1936, but um, it is a. Uh, it, it, it appears that some effort has been made to keep this cool and dry. Uh, there is, in fact, um, electric lighting. I mean, you can see the bulbs hanging from the ceiling. Do they work? Nope. Oh, get out my flashlight. Power, se- power seems to be off. All right. Um, get my red flashlight out. There is uh, Japanese all over. It is. There is a whole bunch of 
kanji written Dang, all over. All, what does all this say? Uh, well, uh, it says things like, <laughs> since you're asking the lieutenant, it says things like, uh, uh, large, uh, uh, large chamber one, level one. Another box says, a meditation chamber, five. Um, uh, uh, prayer chamber, two. Um, so this must be stuff they hauled out of the dig. I'm going to crowbar uh, one of these crates open. Okay. Uh, which one would you like to open up? There is, um, yeah. There is no meditation chamber. How many, yeah, how many are there? We'll roll a D whatever. Well, there is um uh uh there's some things like that say like um there's one box, you know, that says something like uh uh second floor, second level um uh, uh pendulum room. Um there's another one that says uh uh urns um or uh Sacrificial urns. Mm. Um, yeah. And what sounds are... Uh, 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 Sacrificial urns sounds fun. Yeah. Is there mm -hmm. a creepy death uh, video room we can <laughs> That one? That's probably where the... That's where the, the, that's the one you want to go to? The, yeah, the, if it's there, we'll find it and just destroy they, that. Did they that box that up? Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> at some point you're going to find the... The box that's marked Sadako. Um, but there's other, you know, there's other things you know, that face things like um, uh, uh, second floor generator room. The second level generator room. Generator room one, generator two, room yeah. two. Um, so, old German technology. let's talk about sacrificial urns. All right. Um, you create you uh you crowbar that thing open or remember protect yourself. Yes, remember to yes. <clears throat> um, State of the art. <laughs> what you get is a. Uh, I'm gonna describe this. It's a. Um, it is an urn. It is uh, a. Is an urn packed up in straw and such. And there's two of them uh, in this crate. Um, uh, the uh, both urns are, shall we say, uh, grossly parodied—not even parodies that grossly exaggerated human figures uh, of two gen two genders. There's a male and a female. So the male figure looks like one of those uh, Roman household gods with the giant phallus that is sort of obvious on it, and the female figure is all. Uh, it's all boobs, you know, and just, you know, and again, it's in this all wrapped up into this, this uh, uh, urn, uh, feet at the bottom. It's all like, again, shaped like a person. Feet at the bottom, head at the top. Uh, the head is tipped back. The mouth appears to be where, reaching into the mouth appears to be where the top of the urn would be opened. Um, the expressions on both faces. Don't look happy. They're, they're, they're wide-eyed, uh, lots of teeth. Um, this urn uh, looks like it was 
uh, from what you can tell, it looks like it was carved uh, out of stone rather than um, thrown on a potter's wheel. All right, this looks like some sort of black, dark, uh, heavy stone, and it's got. Um, both figures have their arms behind their back with their wrists crossed. Uh, they, uh, you can't see all the way down to the feet because you're just looking at the top of this thing. If you want to try and lift one of these out, that's that's your business. How tall are they? Um, they're about uh, two feet tall. Okay. I want to shine the light in there to see the, the lid. Okay. And uh, just try to open one up. Uh, it looks like... It's uh, less of a lid, and there's a if there's a, a, a top or a plug. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's um, sealed uh, mm-hmm. with uh, uh, some sort of maybe metal that's been melted into it. Hmm. The none of you guys are art historians. None of you guys are uh, lettered individuals. Um, as far as what culture uh, this resembles or what you know background or whatever I, I can't possibly provide that information because you guys don't have the, the gear to process it LT is smart what's this look like to you he says it looks Mexican looks what looks Mexican looks uh, Mayan Aztec Olmec you know those guys no, no I know what Mexican is but <laughs> It looks like Mexican we're, we're Indians. The, I think we're on the wrong islands for that. Yeah, well, you know, uh, Thor Heyerdahl hasn't proved that uh, the Polynesian Islands were settled by the New World yet by sailing the Contiki, which he did in, like, something crazy like, what, 47, 48? But, um, so people are still arguing about whether or not Polynesians come from the Incas or whether they come from Asia. And then so he's like, these look like, they look, uh, they look uh, Central American. They look... Mexican, to me. Uh, you say so. So I've, I've got a, I've got actually a shockingly high a natural skill for someone who has no. <laughs> Did I accidentally put a? Put, uh, yeah, that's. Should that be somewhere that's else? That's an arm combat. Okay, <laughs> that's me slipping my. All right, give me that. I was gonna say I seem to be very well versed. Yeah, you, natural you should go. I'm going that. to go now. There's a couple of you out here now that I remember who might actually have a cult. That includes you. I got 20. Oh, yeah. Because you got uh, both the guys who got, what do you call it, um, hardened to violence. Yeah. Yep. Should I have thrown that in for guys who didn't get hardened to violence by Delta Green operations? Well, uh, not, I mean, not necessarily. Like, the reason that's in there in the, in the rule book is mm-hmm. that assumes that that was part of what brought your character into got Delta it. Green. So it kind of assumes that you were investigating some weird, crazy, okay. fringe shit that well, you learned about. Well, we'll just about. say you might have seen some shit in France. You might have seen some shit in Haiti. Go ahead and make rolls under a cult. Hell, they have voodoo in Haiti. You actually heard of voodoo. You probably heard the word zombie before what's-his-name brought the word to the mainland with his book, The Magic Island. Um, crap, what was that author's name? Phil, roll the dice. No. Actually, okay. crit fail. Crit fail. Okay. <laughs> you... Thank you. Think it's voodoo shit. It's this is you could fail. You are absolutely positive. Yeah. This is some this is some Haitian voodoo stuff. Frank, would you care to also add a crit fail so you can think it's Chinese instead of it's Taoist? Lieutenant yeah. <laughs> doesn't know what he's talking about. This is voodoo shit. Well, I only got a twenty percent. So what the hell, you know? 
Oh, also a crit fail. <laughs> I also did a crit fail. Yeah. Excellent. It's pre-World War II Karatekia. Uh, and, and, and in that case, because your guy uh, was in the Philippines and stuff, uh, this this stuff looks like uh, like like the, those Indonesian demon puppets. You know, to you. You know what I'm talking about? All the mm-hmm. scary yep. masks from Indonesian stuff. That's what it reminds you of. It's all it's all fugly. I mean, that's the bottom line is it's clearly fugly. Yep. As someone who uh, who has a Mexican heritage um, and had a Mexican American mother, does this feel like that's a good Mexican-ish? call? Um, I'm going to actually go ahead and say that's a good call. You've seen Dia de los Muertos decorations yeah. for years, and all that stuff's heavily influenced by Mesoamerican art. Um, and some of those designs do turn up in things. There's stuff on this that looks. There's stuff on the uh, on the figures, whether they're it's meant to be like writing or if it's meant to represent jewelry or if it's meant to represent body tattoos mm-hmm. that these figures had, it's, you know, you're not sure, but, uh, some of it looks like that, you know, stuff that would have, you know, old Mexican Aztec or whatever. So that weird pictograms, you know, sure. little square figurines. They're not like big flowing Egyptian hieroglyphics. They're those weird little compressed, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, there's some stuff like that on it. So it does have kind of a strange uh, look like that. I'm going to go ahead and give that one to you. Sure. So it doesn't sound like... It, that, that both sounds like bullshit. <laughs> but, but the tenant sounds like maybe there is some... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe there is some, some stuff there. What's what's in another... You mean, give, me, give me another... I said things like meditation chambers. I said things like... Uh, said pendulum right. chamber. What's there was a pendulum this? chamber. Yes, there was. What's, um, what's in that? What you're finding is uh, uh, they there are these boxes of blocks. There are these uh, uh, sort of uh, metal. Uh, I don't know. I shouldn't call them blocks. But they're like uh, maybe an inch by an inch. You know, not much more than that. They're tall. They're thin. And there's just dozens of them, and some of them have different sizes, and some of them have different colors. Like there's a whole ton of the silver ones, and then like uh, you know every let's say thirty or so, there's a red one, and then you know you're going through the box, and you know every three hundred and sixty-five there's a green one. All right, so I mean, I'm not sure my carrier would know this. I don't know what his knowledge. He's never been to the Museum of Science in Boston in the late or in the late nineties. <laughs> But they had a big pendulum that would they would set up these little things around the side of it and they would knock them down at a standard time and count time. Well, Foucault, well when you know Foucault's pendulum, you know, yeah. how old was that? What the Renaissance? Uh, neither Rico nor myself know that. So, <laughs> so I don't. I, I'm not sure if Rico had that knowledge, but I, I, the lieutenant might be able to come up with it's okay. it's for a it's for a calendar. It's for a swinging ball that acts as a calendar, like a a, a, a calendar piece, which doesn't make any goddamn sense. At all, even to me now, that because the Earth rotates, you know, this the the the, the 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 pendulum will continue to move until it knocks down a year's worth of, yeah. So there's some sort of yeah. some sort of pendulum calendar stuff. So how many of these do we want to bust open, or do we want to? There's obviously stuff for that they've dug up. Does any of them are any of them labeled like Fosgene. You know, disease <laughs> causing? <laughs> Um, the sacrificial chamber was about as close as we were going to Yeah, well, you did pretty good with the urns, the sacrificial urns. Um, the, um, uh, there's, uh, there's some stuff that's like, you know, again, 
generator room chamber one, generator room chamber two. Uh, that seems odd. Um, Lieutenant pop, will want to know about that. Pop one of those open. When you sure. pop those open, um, they're filled with what appear to be bronze objects. Um, they look like maybe uh, they uh, could be picked up and designed to be you know gripped by human hands at one end, but the other end is just a mess of tangled you know, hard pieces of metal and wires and uh, uh, sort of stiff wires, not floppy wires. Um, they're, they look like they were designed to be held. How uh, or what they do uh, is hard to tell. Um, there's uh, box-like things made out of this bronze material that apparently have gems set into it. Um, uh, none of it's particularly heavy. Uh, none of it feels delicate. Still feels it's pretty sturdy. It's also um, what kind of gems? But uh, gem, the kind of gems? I don't know. Uh, like uh, like uh, based on your experience as a Hasidic diamond merchant, um, you can tell that these are blue emeralds from the Caribbean. They're truly outrageous gems. Um, they are. Uh, they're hard to. It's some sort of glass rock. You know, it could be quartz, it could be rubies, you know. <laughs> My favorite is when I actually finally saw a ruby, I was so disappointed. I, I was like, no, it's, mm -hmm. it's barely even red. And like, you know, but the, the nice blood red garnet that's worthless. Right. You know, that's the one I'm going to pick up and be the smart guy and leave the room with. It's like that. You get about that much chance of getting something valuable. However, there are a number of things that could go in your pocket that might be just the sort of thing that would go in your pocket. Well, I want some of that to go in my pocket. All right, go ahead and give if me a looks, stealth roll. If it looks valuable or like, you know, it doesn't have to be intrinsically valuable. It just needs to be the next sucker in the port, next port. <laughs> You're the guy in the next adventure that sells the artifact to the guy and tells him it's on Skull Island. Yeah, it was. It literally was. Yeah. What am I doing, stealth? Stealth. All right. Uh, success. All right. Nobody sees shit. Um, we'll determine what, what horrible thing you've put in your pocket to yeah, <laughs> sink the ship later. Good job, Bobby Brady. <laughs> she did take the idol, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. She, she did pick up the fetish or the whatever it was. The, the, the juju statue in that episode. Alright, um... So I feel like we maybe want to look at another, another type of building because this is clearly all big side stuff. Awareness. I guess. Awareness. Everyone roll it. Oh. Uh, success. Are we rolling again? Success. Uh, hopefully a success for awareness. Nope. 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 Yeah, succeed. Uh, I got a... Uh, no. I got some kind of weird little Cthulhu design here. Yeah, that's a zero. <laughs> it's a zero. It's not a d6. I think it's a... Oh, no, it's on the 10. Yeah. Is that and, a 10? Oh, yeah, good. I got zero five. All right, that that would be awesome if we were playing Call of Cthulhu. It's merely a success if we're playing Delta Green. <laughs> Two successes. Those of you who got your successes are now hearing pop 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 pop. Oh, good. That's gunshot. That is a whole lot of gunfire. In which direction? Well, you're in a warehouse. It would be easier to determine direction if you were not in a warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, I'll, I'll uh, leave the warehouse. 
That's gunshots, ain't it, Tony? It sure as hell is. All right, you guys exit the building. It is definitely coming from the east, back towards the ocean, the back towards the island. All right. What are, uh, yeah, how, uh, is, from where we are, is it a straight line into the tree line? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. I'm absent any instructions. Otherwise, I'm going that way okay. to get into uh, cover and concealment. All right. Uh, that's Sounds not, good. That's not the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Lieutenant agrees. All his uh, military science is about being on water. So uh, this is the part where you defer to the to the grunts. Or you said none grunts. of these, all these buildings were one story, right? Uh, yeah, the warehouses are a little taller than that, just to let the, the heat uh, rise yeah. to the ceiling and not be horrible. But I can't, like, scramble to a second floor somewhere. No. Inside, okay. Yeah, so true line sounds great. If you, uh, I mean, you could climb to the top of the water tower. That seems like exposed. Yeah. <laughs> it does at that. <laughs> um, so I paint the target on me now or later? Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. You've been painted as a <laughs> Um, the, uh... So the drone operator to the fly? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you guys get to the tree line. Uh, you scramble back up into the trees. Uh, do you want to go for uh, use a tree to see over the buildings? Because right now, there's going to be a lot of... I certainly do. I mean, right. unless, unless there's like a, an, Give me an, a, an avenue, you know, from ground level to see between buildings to the island, then... There's the, not the whole island. You, you can see part of the island, but you need, you're going to need to get above the... Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're on an upward, it's a downward slope towards the sea, but you're going to need a little bit higher than that. The water tower would have worked. Uh, that's athletics. a failure on the athletics. Okay. Uh, that's not what I'm going to go work. You're going to have to roll a crit fail to fall to your death. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because you're just climbing. There's no bullets flying at you. Right. There's, you're just getting the, you don't look good climbing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe at some point you've, you know, uh, Maybe at some point, uh, you know, your rifle falls down to the <laughs> limbs and hits the ground. No, uh, you, you, you scramble around and it's not pretty, but you manage to get up to a, a height. However, uh, you you got to a spot where you still can't see the where you where you can shoot uh, where you can see a strict line. So give me a second roll uh, to see if you can find your way over to a limb where you can where you can actually see better. Another standard failure. Oof. All right, you're still like you're still hearing all the popping sounds. You still hear so that. It's still going on. It's not. But it's it's, it, like it's uh, a gunfight. It has slowed down. Um, yeah. uh, go ahead and give me one more roll to see if you can get up there and see what's going on before right. whatever's going on is over. Because they're on combat rounds, but you're not. Uh, that's a success finally. Okay. These trees suck. Um, you finally get out there, and you're taking a look down, and you see that there are um, a bunch of boats. There's like uh, three large, uh, sort of, uh, uh, some of the same kind of uh, boats we've been dealing with the whole time. The kind of you know, thirty foot or, or uh, uh, road. They're, they're not local. Canoes. No, they're, but they're they're, they're not actually, ours, are they? Nope. They're okay. uh, but they're you know uh, painted white, and uh, there's uh, you can see smoke, which is interesting because it means that at this range there must be black powder weapons being used. Give me an alertness from hmm. up there. Uh, no, uh, okay. fumble. In fact. Fumble. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can see uh, some boats. Like I said, that are that are rowing towards Leilu Island. 
and uh, they're heading towards their they're landing on the they're coming into shore on the village side that's that's what you can see at this point yeah all right well i'll call all that down okay um what are your you probably also see people depending on how long you stay up there yeah i mean i'll stay up watching until there's some reason not to what you see up there is um that these guys row their boats to the shore get out and fan out through the village in Lilo Island. And now you can hear some more gunshots. <laughs> so I was, was going to say, is this, does this look like uh, Japanese soldiers coming off of these boats and heading in? Uh, you failed your awareness roll. Yeah, all right. Give me another awareness roll, though. Uh, that one is, oh, because my alertness is so awesome, that's a critical success. <laughs> <laughs> There's another ship. There is a ship uh, you can see beyond Lilu Island. Uh, it's you know a couple of couple of miles out. You know it uh, it's a sailing ship. Doesn't have um, I mean it's got a stack on it, but it's got sails. Um, and uh, it is uh, and there's still plenty of vessels like this cruising around this time of year. Uh, it's not a big, you know, steel, uh, three-tower, uh, you know, tramp steamer. Um, but it's a, uh, it's a flying a Japanese flag. That is to say, the single red dot, not the Navy ensign, with all the, you know, rays of light coming off the rising sun there. So it would be like a civilian. Or yeah, ship the, exactly. Kind. The army would not have a ship. It would be what you get on a merchant ship. Right. Yeah. But it's got a Japanese uh, ensign on it, uh, or not an ensign, but a, a civilian flag. Um, it's kind of a, it's, it's not a big, white, shiny, tall ship. It's a, uh, it uh, looks like a pretty good sized uh, four-masted bark. Um, uh, no, I'm sorry, three-masted bark. Four would be monstrous. There's only one four-masted bark I know about her. But um, yeah, it uh, it's a good-sized Inter Island trading vessel, and uh, there are they 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 don't have any uh, you know launches on the side of the boat. I'll give you that much. So they've sent off everybody to attack this island. Mm-hmm. Well, that island, or, I mean, or that island, I mean, yeah. Uh, of course, there is another one uh, that uh, looks like it's uh, aimed for the. Um, for the uh, docks. Which is where we are. Well, you're close to the docks. Right. Well, we're there. calling all that They're down. still our allies, technically. So, right. this in theory may not be that bad. He says. Then why don't you go out there and greet them? Uh, that's a little time's trap. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Sounds like What's the greeting of the day? Hi, guys. How's it going? Your, they seem to have shot me. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Can, uh, uh, can I see the docks from where I am? Uh, yes. Well, I'll go ahead. Give me an alertness roll. See if because you were trying to see yeah. the island. Let's see if you can look down at the docks. Uh, no, I cannot. All right, you're uh, for whatever the problem is. Something's I okay. Literally the worst tree in the whole jungle. You don't get to pick the tree until you climb it. I mean, it's not like you, you know you're you're in it and this is the tree. You're stuck with it. It's your tree. You're. All right. Well, I guess LT, what the hell are we doing? Um, LT says, 
There's no subtlety anymore. Let's run to the building that looks like a headquarters building and grab everything that's not nailed down and run back into the jungle. There's, On it. Yeah, I mean, right. they are distracted. Yeah, sure. Okay. So let's run into the headquarters. You guys run across the uh, uh, field. Uh, you. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking for places to um, set up and provide returning fire if these people coming for the docks decide they've had enough of us. Right, go ahead and give me a military science roll to find a spot. That's, uh, no. Okay. Nothing in the trees. Again, there's that lovely water tower. Mm-hmm. Who wants to be in a water tower? You'd be a water tower sniper. Oh, I'm sure I could. Except the president. for tower snipers everywhere. Yeah. Exactly. Does the um, water tower have any convenient, like, walls to provide cover and protection? No, there's there's the buildings. I mean, there's the, all the buildings in the compound, and they're made out of wood, at least. Um, uh, the... I'll tell you what, um, there, uh, there is, in fact, one spot that might be good that is not in the trees. Uh, you guys cross the creek, or the creeks, plural. Uh, down, the, the, the Japanese put in a footbridge and a rail line, a rail uh, bridge, over those creeks. Uh, these guys coming from the docks if they land there and get out and they come straight here they're going to cross that footbridge if you were to go and stick yourself 200 meters or whatever you think is charming sniper uh distance uh oh and the creek is open i mean there's no trees there right you're going to have it you're going to be above because it's flowing down um you could find yourself a spot on one of the sides of the creek and be able to glass the footbridge if these guys come this way the problem is if they don't come that way you're watching an empty bridge yeah, at this point, I'm most interested in just the, in the docks. Okay. Like, that's where we know they're headed, mm-hmm. and if they decide to be trouble, that's where it's going to start. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I basically want to, you know, if we're all heading for that administration building, mm-hmm. then I want to camp, park myself somewhere. Uh, You'll see the foot out, out, of, out of, you know, that's not easily seen. Okay. And where I can watch the docks, preferably where I can watch the docks and have an eye on the The Japanese island. buildings are all up on stilts. Um, these bungalows, right? They're all up mm-hmm. on stilts to keep the number of bugs out of your, you know, out of your hair and whatever mm-hmm. when you're sleeping. So, being underneath one of the buildings is a dark area. It's one of the few places it's going to be a little bit overgrown uh, with because it's not going to be an easy place to for people to, you know, mow or whatever. Okay, so I want to find one that's elevated enough that I can have a pretty good view of things, okay. despite being underneath. And I'll say I'm gonna, I'm heading, I'm heading for that to keep watch. Okay. While everybody searches. Good luck. All right. Um, the all right. Well, uh, well, you're doing. You're just gonna have to do that for a while. Yeah. So um, the sprint across the field. Um, you guys run through the corpse garden. All right. Uh, everyone, make awareness rolls. Success. Uh, yes. Right. Yes. 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 Yep. Yes. All right. Um, the news is uh, there's a whole bunch of modified motherfuckers out here in this field. There's a whole bunch of guys who are just absolutely beef jerky. They're just desiccated. You know, like I said, there's the guy doing the Godzilla thing, and there's guys holding their eyes. 
Um, there's guys who look like they might have been laughing. Uh, there are a fair number of people who appear to have attacked each other. There's people sticking their thumbs uh, in mm. each other's eyes. There's uh, at least one dead guy who's not beef jerky who clearly uh, is missing his uh, missing his eyes. He's got flies on him, all right? The flies are all over him, especially his gouged-out eye sockets. But um, he looks like he's got a bullet hole in him somewhere, uh, like, you know, right in the middle of his forehead. Um uh, there's uh, guys who look like they bit each other. There's guys who look like they're tangled in combat and then froze up. Um, there appears to be uh, at least uh, uh, some people have been shot in the back. Uh, some people look like they may have been, you know, there, there's at least you'll find a, some, a, some officer with an empty Nambu pistol in his hand, uh, you know, having put the last round in his head. Um, it's a tangle of nasty nonsense out here. Everybody make a sand roll. Adjusted to the fact that some of you are, in fact... Uh, is violence or, is yeah. violence or something else? Uh, it's not really unnatural. It's almost more like helplessness. So you're, you're, uh, roll it against helplessness, then? Uh, yeah. Because, like, if they're, if they're adapted to violence, they succeed automatically, but not if they're adapted or not if they're not adapted uh, This is more like you've, you've encountered a horrible whole bunch. I think yeah. encountering a whole bunch of help, horrible uh, is helplessness. No, that's a failure. Okay. Uh, anybody else? I think as well. Okay. Made my shan. All right. Uh, anyone who makes it takes a point. Anyone who fails takes two. Actually, no, it's, uh, you take two and you take two. You failed, right? Yeah, did. Okay, so. It's, uh, it all flies past pretty fast, thank goodness. I'm sure it will never return to your dreams. Um, but, uh, yeah, it didn't work out so good here. Um, you, um... Uh, you get into something that, uh, you know, uh, so there it, are kanji symbols on wooden plaques on all the buildings once you get this close. And the lieutenant's like, uh, over here, you know. Uh, you were saying? Uh, it was your run path where the table slipped over. Uh, they're going for the building. That's smart. But I'm... There's a projector. I'm subscribing to the projector theory. So I would There's like, a projector. I would like to round up whatever is there. Is there a film the, on it? The, on the it? film reel is missing. It's missing. Yes. Anything else... Well, I mean, there's a cable, is there a canister? There's a cable that goes off, you know, in that direction, uh, you know, to the generator shack to to, to yeah. turn this. So, thing. Camera missing, is there a canister that is in conveniently close by? Or um, I'll spend a moment or two to see if, if I can find the no in the immediate area. No, there is no there is no. As much as I would love to leave the canister, mm -hmm. um, there is no canister. Okay. But uh, anyways, um, Lieutenant goes in here and is uh, you guys go up into what looks like a. Um, a uh, uh, an office. He the 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 office is filled uh, with. Well, it starts off. I mean, it looks like it's just a nice short low bungalow. You get in it. It's all these tables. There's all these long tables, and uh, there's various bits and pieces of you know um, uh, cleaning tools and these uh, like like little brushes and little uh, you know things like that uh, for. Um, uh, 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 soft uh, silk cloths and things like that for, well, if you were a better educated man, you might identify as a place that somebody would uh, clean off an artifact uh, after they pulled it out of the dirt. Um, there is uh, filing cabinets in here. There are a number of desks as well. There's like five different desks in here and various pictures of various families are on them and such. And uh, um, There's a uh, uh, as you're going up the front steps, you pass another uh, uh, corpse. Um, 
he's uh, right there in the right there at the front door of the building. Um, uh, looks like he got shot right uh, below the left eye, and uh, is uh, laying, you know, feet up towards the door, head towards the stairs up into the building, like he walked up into this and somebody inside the building shot him. Um, he's covered in flies. He does not have any sign. He's been out here for a couple of weeks. Yep. So, uh, in this environment, that might mean rats. You know, um, he's he's probably in bad shape. You might not even be able to see the bullet hole, uh, depending on what chewed on him first. You know, um, I know Coast Ray. It doesn't make it really unnatural. It'd be the coconut crabs eating them. They could be eating them too. Everyone's all worried because uh, arthropod is eating its way up the food chain and eating a primate, and that makes everybody nervous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like those centipedes that catch bats. Mm. You know, like, no, no, insects are not allowed to predate <laughs> mammals. That's not. It's the other way around. No, tell those. Tell it to the footlong centipedes in Puerto Rico. Um, but uh, yeah, he's not looking too good. He's in extremely bad shape. Um, the interior of the building, uh, there are filing cabinets and they are open. Some of them are, it looks like this place has been searched already. Uh, there's damage to the, uh, there's damage to some of the, uh, drawers and the desks that they've been obviously forced open. Um, uh, Lieutenant Hope is sort of like confronted with this mess and is sort of horrified about, you know, you know, my coup. Yeah, where do I start first? It's a total fucking mess, you know. So he's uh, desperately digging around. He's like, oh, just keep an eye out for, you know, whatever's going on behind me, and I'm sure I'll have this sorted out by next week. You guys just hold him off till then. And he begins uh, rummaging and possibly hemorrhaging uh, through the room. Uh, what uh, you said, you're going to go find yourself a spot to try and, all right, uh, go ahead and give me a uh, military science roll down here. You can find a decent spot. Uh, sometimes uh, I wonder for sni no. with sniper stuff, should I have you roll under your rifle skill to figure out a good spot to take a shot from? As opposed to done military that science, you know, as opposed to military science is like how to deploy a squad, mm -hmm. not how to, to, you know. Actually, go ahead. Roll under something you, you that specialized. That would have succeeded. With All right, the, let's go with arms. that. You were able to get a look, and there, the, the boat is tied up next to the dock. Um, there's a... Uh, some guys on the barge, you know, uh, looking around. Um, go ahead and give me an awareness roll. Modified by your lovely scope. Uh, success. All right. Um, where are you two guys going to, three guys going to position yourselves while the lieutenant is, uh, is uh, uh, having a confetti party and throwing all the papers around in the air? Is this a wood, uh, wood building? Yes. And are there, are there windows that I can... Oh, yeah. Kind of keeping an eye on uh, avenues of approach. Okay, to the if you're not looking for cover, like it'll stop a bullet, but cover that they can't see you. Yeah, there's there's definitely stuff here. All the windows have sh have those bamboo shades that roll up. There's no glass in these things. Yeah. Um, that's just you know there's weather shutters on the outside and inside are just roll up shades. Um, you where you want to put your eyeballs? On the most likely avenue of approach from the docks area. Okay. There is actually a gate to the camp. Uh, down uh, 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 parallel to the where the tracks come up to the and the tracks actually come into the camp and go uh, past the front of the warehouses, all right, and then they go back up into the hills and they go out the other end of the camp. We haven't way. seen a train, right? No. Nope. Okay. 
You have not. Um, can I get a, can I also get myself behind something for Casima? But can I get a look at the island? Same same building as the lieutenant, or different building? Same building is fine. I want I want to be able to see the island because okay. I haven't I haven't seen what's been going on there in a little while. So that's okay. a concern. So same building if possible would happen. Uh, well, you go you go in a back room and uh, uh, the first room is terrible. Uh, first room has no windows in it. It's a terrible. It just, well, it's terrible because it's got no windows in it. We just got these weird uh, bottles of uh, fluid mounted on the walls. Like I don't know, maybe it's, it's got wood paneling and popcorn ceiling. Um, and um, yeah, there's these tables and uh, with a bunch of uh, low metal pans on them. The room doesn't have any. In fact, it was you had to go through two doors to get into the room. Yeah. Would I recognize that as a dark room or not? I, if, I, I think you might. Uh, you you recognized it. Uh, go ahead and give me uh, an intelligence roll. You mean you don't have any photography skill? So this is 1919 photography where the, everyone's still yeah. upside down, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 94. So no. So but yeah, so as I leave, leave that room, I'm like, Tenet, there's some chemicals in here. Maybe that's your weapons. Ah, well, the Tenet is thrilled by the, 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 the and is immediately let down and goes, oh, it's just a dark room. Wait a minute, the photographs? <laughs> Wait, find the photographs. photographs. I'm already in the next room. Well, all right. Well, then he's uh, tearing around trying to find photographs. Um, let him see this horror. Uh, you find the second room. It looks like somebody's is like like a back office, like a private office. Mm-hmm. Um, this room has not been searched. Okay, it is not tossed. Um, however, there is a lovely because this window is facing east. There is a lovely panorama of the the. Oh look, Leila Village is on fire. That is <laughs> that is a village that is on oh, fucking good. fire right mm-hmm. now. I mean, like, I mean, like. You know, uh, uh, clearing the ville on fire, like they're letting you know, like, like, like do a, the whole village. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, exactly. It's it's like that. The whole thing is just torched up, and all that uh, all that thatch is going up just exactly the way you'd expect it to. Um, you can still occasionally hear a crack of a high powered rifle off in the distance. So I know um, that I, I saw. I know you're uh, setting up a sniper nest, and I know you've found another another. Place, but I'll, I'll yell, you and, to, I'll yell you to, both to the gunny. You'll be able to see the fire yeah. at this point. Yeah. I'll yell to the gunny. The, you know, the field is on fire. You know, I'm, I'm going to keep a lookout from here. But this this room. Can Where be do you want to put here. yourself, Mister? Well, I should say gunny. Excuse me. You didn't go through all those years in the Marine Corps to be called Mister. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's gunny. You yeah, know what? what? I'm going to go with him. All right. You're getting a, again, big giant window. Lovely view of the mini apocalypse happening on, on Lelu Island. It's not good. It's gross. Um, yeah. Uh, Is that apocalypse happening now? A bullet. <laughs> <laughs> a bullet. <laughs> Flies through the window. It was worth it. Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just last one. I regret nothing. <laughs> Slipped down yeah, onto the floor. A million to one bad luck moment. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, go ahead. You two guys give me awareness rolls as you're looking out there. There's more going on than just uh, some recreational arson. 23, I made mine. Uh, run of the mail failure. Okay. Um, there are, uh, one of the boats is refilling up with assholes. The, the guys on the other end, they're the, one of those three boats that arrived, one of them was refilling with assholes, and they're pushing it back into the water. Delta Green The Labyrinth is now available in PDF and is coming in early 2020 in hardback. The Labyrinth takes Delta Green agents beyond the Beltway and deep into the fissures of America in the new millennium. 
Written by Delta Green co-creator John Scott Tynes, this all-new collection of organizations presents ready-made sources of allies, enemies, mysteries, and surprises for your Delta Green campaign. You can purchase your copy now at drivethroughrpg.com. The docks. Uh, like I said, there's still a couple of assholes on the docks, but you know what? There aren't enough assholes on the dock or on that, you know, barge to account for everyone who's that boat. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I want to sort of scuttle enough that I can try to have a. I'm, I'm looking for threats to us. Okay. That's what it comes down to, right? I'm assuming those threats are like more likely as to come from the docks, mm-hmm. but if they've already offloaded. And are yeah, there's nobody the, in their boat at this point. If they're heading into the compound or whatever, then I want to sort of move until I can get a better view of where they're going to be if they decide to start trying to kill us. Okay. Why would they want to kill us? Uh, yeah, there are okay. no. planning contingencies. Um, did you make an error? You made a pre. You made an awareness roll to say about those guys down on the docks. All right, unless. Right. Uh, they're so not Japanese merchant marine. Um, they're they these guys. Um, you see some guys wearing uh, what look like uh, something almost looks like a turban wrapped around their head. There's guys with bandanas around their head. Looks like a, a mix of civilian clothes. A lot of a lot of short pants and sandals. Uh, a lot of um, uh, guys who are just you know the only thing they're wearing on their uh, above the waist is a couple of bandoliers of ammunition. Yeah. Okay. I'll so yell out. They're call not our allies. Tell Great. Them, uh, yeah. I'll call out to somebody tell the LT these look like pirates. <laughs> That's not a bad suggestion. Um, so you were watching the gate, right? Uh, You're probably hearing that right about then. Uh, let's roll this. All right. Um, you hear him yell. Um, uh, the, uh, you, uh, uh, Make me an awareness roll. No crit fail. Okay. Um, that's not good. All the records say you've bought this for everyone. You right. killed us. <laughs> so, um, uh, I pulled a Charlie Sheen. Well, I, I don't think it's fair. Asleep. I don't think it's fair to blame you for this because somebody yelled sure yeah loudly in english uh before, yeah so um give me a both give me awareness rolls now <laughs> both of you you're up in the right direction all right that's really good uh no <laughs> okay. fumble on my my end that time fumble yeah oh excellent and i do well yeah 19 oh. i made 19 out of 75. 19 out of 75. all right um you were trying to look at the front, the, the gate of this place. Um, what you're now seeing is, uh, instead of a group of men strolling up to the front gate, uh, you now got uh, a couple of guys who look like they've belly crawled, because again, it's a slope down. Mm-hmm. Um, look like they've, they've uh, belly crawled up to the front gate. Now there's some, there's foliage cut off on the sides of this thing, but again, it's, it's a downward slope. If guys make their stealth rolls, um, they're able to slither up this thing and keep the cover of the slope. 
until they get a little closer. And they've got about as close as they can get before they're going to have to break cover towards the gate. And you see uh, a couple little heads peeking up, trying to look in there. They're now, they're now trying to look into the compound to see who's the white guy who's yelling, yelling, yelling at the top of his lungs. What do you want to do? I mean, you could certainly open up with the BAR and possibly give some guy, you know, give him a sunroof. <laughs> That's not impossible. Yeah. Um, when all else fails, strip the clip, says I. I think they have been attacking our allies. Yeah. Right? Uh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll do a... Uh, like a five-round burst in that area where they're crawling through. All right. Remind me how many uh, pluses on percentage you get for a bullet fire in your burst. Well, you don't. I okay. mean, it's it's just uh, it, it, you can potentially you know hit two people or whatever if they're okay. if these guys are together. close enough together that you have like a one meter uh, kill radius mm-hmm. for a short you know or two meters for a for a medium burst three meters for a really long burst yeah then this is this is probably good enough then to they're they're closer than they should be but they're not so close that you could t- you know sweep five rounds across both of them um go ahead and give me a roll uh on your let's see uh, is uh i'm, I'm thinking of bir as a heavy weapon because it's a it's an automatic weapon and it is yeah. a big monster would, yeah i mean weighs damn near 20 pounds Usually, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not familiar with how it's how it operates. It's because, a it's a magazine fed twenty round magazine fed. Right. At this point, they they still haven't put the bipod on it uh, yet. That's I think World War Two. They're still having people fire this thing from the shoulder, uh, yeah. or from a, a specialized thing that you can put it in your belt and fire it like from the hip. Um, it's like a really large. It's like if you took an M14 and gave. I mean, it I know it's kind of. A, well, that's what I'm thinking. Is it sounds like it sounds like it would be. I mean, I know it's kind of a hybrid of rifle and uh, light machine gun, but it sounds more like a like a rifle as opposed to firing a Browning 1919 yeah. water cooled belt, right? Yeah. Or even a light machine, you know, lighter machine gun than that. Mm-hmm. You mean like yeah. Lewis? Yeah, yeah. Lewis has a pan magazine. It's all weird, right? Yeah. So I guess that's that. That would that's the way I'd weigh it. Is is the B, is the BAR closer okay. to that, or closer to you know an assault rifle? It's a, uh, let's go with the assault rifle option. Uh, go ahead and roll under firearms. Yes. All right. Uh, what you roll? One out of what? Thirty-six out of fifty-five. Even with the minuses for hitting that guy's head sticking up. Because uh, he definitely got some minuses for cover. We're going to call that good. Uh, give me, um, I believe the uh, lethality on that is 10%. Yeah, it'd be 10% for a burst. No, but I did, so I did 16 points of damage. <laughs> so you turn his head into a I was about to say, yeah, you, um, yeah, there's the one guy sticking his head up, and all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, a 30 out six round uh, with the, you know, ballistic force of probably a the locomotive you keep looking for, (laughs) drives to this guy's head. That makes the other guy duck down. He is nonplussed by the fact that his buddy uh, probably doesn't exist from the nose up. He's going to need a new set of trousers. Boom. Yeah. Bring me my brown pants. (laughs) (laughs) His head disappeared in a cloud of fine red. Oh, yeah. It's on. There's no mystery now that there's a problem. So we're shooting people now. (laughs) Now Who do I have have to shoot? Well, at the moment, you blew your awareness roll, so you don't have a target. All right. Um, You guys hear the beer. 
and I open it up, it makes a distinctive sound. Oh, well, because I've actually fired one of those. Oh, you lucky yeah. jerk. Was it a semi-auto or was it actually a full-auto BA? Full-automatic. We got them from uh, the Rough Puffs in the Ville. Who was this? These uh, were these the militia guys for the strategic hamlets? Yeah, but God, were they good? They because it was their land, their homes they were defending. They had old World War II weapons. I've seen, I've seen those M1 carbines all over the place. Oh, they love those M2 carbines. Mm -hmm. Those are cool weapons, by the way. But the BAR, wowzers. First of all, that thing weighs a ton. Mm -hmm. And these guys are not huge, and yet they're slugging it around. Oh, yeah, they're lugging it around. It was considered an honor to carry the thing. <laughs> right. Well, one of our guys... Uh, sported the nickname Tiny because he was your size. Every Tiny is. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Every Slim weighs 300 pounds. <laughs> yeah, no, he uh, he took a crack at it, and he loved it. He said that was a sweet piece of machinery, especially when he cut a palm tree down with it. <laughs> the only thing's wrong with those things is it's a 20-round magazine. Yeah. You're, you're done in two bursts. It's yeah. like... Um, so you're doing your impersonation of Steve McQueen and the Sand Pebbles. Um, you guys hear the the the, the BIR open up. What do you want to do with yourselves? The lieutenant's like, Dad, go, you know, hold him off a little bit longer. Yeah. Flail. <laughs> See, flails hopelessly in another room. I mean, I've moved to that side of the building. All right, try to see yeah. what's going on. All right. There's going to be somebody needing first aid soon. Yeah, well, I think somebody... So far, well, he doesn't so far, really. no. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah. The guy next to him may need counseling. Soon. Yeah, he's, he's, beyond, he's beyond all such considerations. All right. Um, and I guess because this is a, a, a 1910 to 20s action movie, I'm going to rack the shotgun for effect. Mm -hmm. And then rack it later? Yeah, even, yeah just, just, you just... Throw back that all that means is yeah. that you've lost another yeah. uh, show. Yeah. Keep hoping that one time they'll just that would happen. Right. Of course, yeah. you can't when you've got another round in it. You can't round... You, you have to push down this... Another uh, button. Yeah. 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 You, you know, there's no way you can actually do something that stupid, which is a shame. <laughs> the best part about these Winchesters, they have hammers. Oh, I, why yep. did we lose the hammer? Why did we lose the hammer on the shotgun? Every shotgun now, I can't tell what's cocked or not. I gotta handle it. You yeah, know, I mean, you, you look in the back. Yeah, if I just look down yeah, the barrel, yeah, I'm filling it. You yeah. see a, yeah. I, I, I love those 97s with the half cock position. It's just one less way I can kill myself with a firearm. It's fantastic. Yeah, I got a, I've got a Mossberg 500 at home. Mm. Yeah. A riot model with the seven round. I do too, but again, I don't like the fact that it's got no exposed hammer. I just, I, I would much rather be able to visually check the weapon is ready to be operated, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't keep them loaded, I, but, you know, I always have that fantasy that the bullets will. Migrate across the shells. Will migrate across the house and load themselves. You know. You know. I was wondering. I, I backed the the Henry Darrow movie and at the level where I get mm -hmm. like a two minute glancy rant. Did you just get it? And I think I'm gonna actually get officially request a, a, shot, a hammerless shotgun glancy rant. And, uh, that would be. Get, I, I have material. You've heard most of the good stuff, unfortunately. Yeah. But others you need to hear it. Um, all right. At this point, um, you now have. Uh, Guys who are using, there's more heads popping up. Except they're not just popping up heads, they're popping up uh, rifle barrels. And uh, they're um, shooting into the compound. Uh, they definitely saw where you were because, yeah, that was that was not a surprise that, that they knew where you are. But these guys are, uh, there's like, let's see here, let's just make a nice randomizer. There's like seven heads popped up um, and firing from different positions. They're not really close enough to, to walk fire across them unless you want to walk a full 15 rounds and maybe you can get two of them. 
because they're fairly spread out. Um, but uh, they're definitely uh, decided that it's time to pour a bunch of bullets into your direction. What's your dex? My dex is a 13. What's your dex? 17. Uh, these guys do not require uh, awareness rolls anymore since there was gunfire. They're coming from basically the same direction, but they're using cover rather than strolling uh, through the country. Um, go ahead and uh, you will you get your first shot at these guys. These guys are changing position. Go ahead and give me a, a, a roll with your Springfield. Okay, so can I tell is any of them are any of them better armed or seem smarter or more leaderish than give the me others? A, give me an awareness roll as you uh, success. Okay, you're seeing a mix of oh single shot rolling block rifles like. Uh, what was it called? The, the one from Zulu. I've forgotten. Um, you know, single shot. Martini old, Henry? Springfield. Uh, you're right. It is uh, Martini Henry. Mm -hmm. um, you're oh, seeing okay. things like, you know, uh, old Springfields would be the rolling blocks. Um, you're seeing, uh, you know, uh, single shot Mausers and things like that. Oh, uh, you know, sort of, there, there are some lever action rifles in this mix. This is not a unit that was equipped. Everybody's got his own personal stash. Um, but there's a lot of there's a lot of long arms. There's there's all right. So is, is is there anybody that's obviously like telling people what to do? Um, you made your awareness roll. You can hear somebody yelling from behind mm -hmm. things to do. There's there's noise coming from down the slope where these guys are blah 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 blah, and these guys sort of uh, scurried up, dropped into position. Is there, okay, is there a reasonably safe way that I could get out from under this dumb building mm -hmm. and move mm -hmm. through the trees and around to nope. see them below their slope? Mm -hmm. The way you would have to do that from this position would be to go east towards the beach. The beach, uh, the, the, the administrative compound, from what I can tell from the maps, mm -hmm. is higher. Obviously, it's, it's, it's higher than where the docks are. This, this dock for the road from the docks comes up to the administrative compound. That there's actually a, like a rock wall that mm -hmm. goes down, and then there's beach. There's they're here. So these guys have come up this way. If you went this way, you could sort of you'd have oh, to go down a rock yeah, wall. No, and then there's the suck. whole compound this way. Right. And they're you know they're, you guys are at a corner of, yeah. of this compound, very close to the gate. You're within 100, 100 yards of the gate. Yeah. So, or yeah, probably closer to fifty. Am I within sight of the gate? Oh yes. Okay. Um. All right. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll just. I'll pick out the one that has the. Uh, that looks like he has the nicest rifle. It's bright sunshine out. Mm -hmm. um, you are firing smokeless ammo, and I don't. Remember, I don't know how much muzzle flash there is from a Springfield, but I don't. I don't suppose it's a whole hell of a lot. Yeah. So good luck. All right. And oh, that's a miss. Mm hmm. Bang! Whiz! The crack of a supersonic round goes over their heads. Yeah. Your turn. So they're starting to shoot back a little bit. I want to get the kind of volume of fire back on our side. So, yeah, I might just give it a long burst and empty the magazine. Yeah. All right. Well, that will definitely give them something to think about. Um, uh, let's see. Just pick out two assholes at random. Go ahead and give me your shot. All right. You yeah, succeed. Big one, yeah. Uh, what out of what? Uh, five out of 55. Oh, I really 
wish you were playing Call of Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. It's green. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, that's uh, two guys. In. Go, give me kill damage on both guys. Uh, four, uh, so four damage. I didn't make the uh, lethality, right? Was it 10%? Yeah, lethality should be 10, 10%. Yeah, 31. So it's four, uh, four damage. Four damage, and the other one? There's two. Oh, two. No, and 13 damage. Okay. Uh, that didn't do... It, there's somebody's unhappy. There's somebody unhappy, and they're 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 discussing how unhappy they are. Probably cursing in melee or Indian or or, or Arawak or whatever the languages are down here in the South Pacific that people complain in when they've been shot. Um, one guy's not complaining. He just you know nods his head forward. You know. Um, uh, <laughs> next combat round, somebody will grab him by his ankles and jerk him down below the edge of the edge of the uh, thing. First guy gets shot and just rolls out of sight, you know. Let's start doing some counterfire. Uh, got a question. Sure. Okay, here's what I want to do. Scott, pull. Oh, all right. Throw. That will, that will take a couple of rounds. Uh, also, what's your strength? I can't remember what the range on grenades is. It's like. Uh, we put it at, uh, I think, something times your Strength times what? No, we didn't base it on strength. Oh, okay. Keep things simple. All right. 20, what, at, uh, meters? 20, yeah, 20 meters base range. Right. So beyond that, up to 40, it would be at a... Okay, and my strength is 16. Yeah, We're not, that's an old call. Yeah, the so you'd use your athletic skill. To, oh, uh, to well, that's even better. And don't forget a plus 20 because it's an explosive weapon. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> so it's your athletic's plus 20. It's 60 is my basic athletics. Right. Yeah, so 80% chance to get it where you All want right. it. Now, or... we're, now, the problem is you're in a building. Uh, you're going to have to prepare the grenade this round. Yeah, uh, and throwing it means either throwing out a window. You fumble it, you bounce it off the window frame, and it lands on you. Um, <laughs> yep. In the room with you, or you go out of the building and you can't possibly, you know, throw it on throw it on yourself. Um, I suppose you could just drop it into the dirt or whatever, but it's going to be trickier lugging it out the window. Uh, it'll be easier throwing it outside, and you're still going to have to take a, a combat round. To, to that's pull the that's all right. Uh, this round, you're pulling the pin, or you're going to change your position? Because right now you're in a window looking out. You're in, you're in the same room as he is. Yeah, I'm going to start moving uh, Start moving towards him. All right. I'm just telling, okay. I, I hope to God we don't get a fumble and then blow up half the party. But all right. <laughs> grenades always scare the shit out of me, sir. Uh, I'm uh, telling the guy who went to Vietnam that grenades scare yeah, the shit I, out I, of I, me. I, hey, I'll tell you what, though, what was scary <laughs> is the uh, South Vietnamese soldier... Thought he was going to be really clever. Comes up to the thatched hut. Oh, no. Pulls a pin on the grenade, tosses it in, and flattens himself against the thatched wall. Oh, no. He flattened himself already. Yeah. Oh, it's, uh, oh that's not good. Uh, that's no, that was definitely a not good. A By the way, thing. I'm disappointed. Hmm. No claymores. Well, we're a little early for claymores. I At know. least not the explosive kinds. I'm not saying you can't wade in with an actual claymore like that crazy fucker on, at, at D-Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Mad Jack Churchill. Um, let's go ahead and uh, let's see here. What are you doing while he's prepping a grenade? What's, can I see the gate? Like, What's my range to the uh, No, you got a shotgun, so you got a little bit more reduced yeah. range. Um, uh, it's, right now it's about uh, 50 yards to the gate. All right, well, uh, they don't necessarily know that I've got a shotgun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, 
Just make noise. Yeah, well, so I, I don't really want to, I mean, I, I have concealment-ish and, and sort of covered behind the window area, mm -hmm. so I probably, I, I assume I can't leapfrog to another building and get closer and you stay, can. stay in cover? You can absolutely, uh, well, uh, there is, inside the wire, there mm -hmm. is a uh, sort of a guard shack uh, position that's by the gate. Um, uh, but the first thing you run into coming through the gate is this sort of, sort of, uh, oh, there's a, I'm sorry, you guys went into the, you didn't guys didn't do it, actually go into the headquarters building, you went into the archaeologist's building. Mm -hmm. There is a headquarters building uh, that uh, uh, you could work your way to closer if you wanted, yeah, you could do that. And can I do it in one round? So now, one of, the pro one of the problems is, is that in the way these buildings are positioned uh, is that um, while you've got some visuals on the gate from the where you are at the moment these guys get through the gate uh, or uh, the, you got visual on the outside of the gate yeah, these guys get through the gate that stupid headquarters building is going to be between you and them they're going to be able to maneuver behind that structure except for the problem where it's up on stilts and you can just shoot their legs up from under them with the PR they're running around all those other buildings so, oh, sorry, all right, so I, realize, a good I, option. I don't want to leave the lieutenant by himself so uh, I'll is just... it by himself this guy these two guys are in the building you're underneath. Are you? No, he's underneath. Oh, you're underneath. underneath. Yeah. All right. So, well, so I, I just, I want to find. I'm not. Am I underneath that building or a different? A different you think you're underneath thing. the headquarters yeah. building? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I, the direction that the hand grenades generally going to go in. So I know they're beyond the yeah, head of the, the, the shotgun, but I want to blast around, just try to keep some, just fire to suppress, essentially, okay. trying to keep some heads down. Go ahead and make me. A, go ahead and make me a firearms roll then. Uh, Forty-two out of. Fifty-five, so that's good. Okay. Uh, the, certainly, the pellets go in the right direction. Perhaps yeah. they kick up some dirt uh, around these Keep guys. Keep people's heads down. Nobody's um, gonna. At fifty yards, I'm not sure what kind of damage you're gonna do with a hit like that. Uh, is it? Do you do you roll it in the divide, or do you just uh, usually? No, roll it, it, go, it goes from. Uh, I should know the rules. For I, think four, I, think, I think it's forty. 40. I think it's forty. Yeah, I think it's two d six at that range instead um, of two d ten. All right, go ahead and roll me two d six. Six. All right. Wow. Okay. You <laughs> you, just, you have discomforted somebody. Yeah, it, it yeah. Didn't, nobody wants to lose half their hit points in a single yeah, attack. I wouldn't want to lose um, that. All right. Going around the table that way. Let's do some counter fire. Eighty-nine. Ninety. <laughs> God. Keep them coming. They're all getting their marksmanship badges. <laughs> That would be a success, except he doesn't have a 55 in that skill. All right, so much for that impale. Um, there is return fire. Uh, bang, 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 bang. Uh, rounds go through the building that you're in, uh, you know, in one wall and possibly out the other. Um, you were obscured, uh, so there's some minuses to hit you, but there's no armor factor involved. Same thing with you. Um, all right, uh, starting up with dex 17, 13. What's your dex there, Frank? Um, 12. Yeah, 12. 12, okay. Ooh, and you're 11? Gee, did I actually arrange you in dex order? <laughs> yeah. All right. You, well, you planned that, right? Yeah. Now, the nice thing I like about this is that there's a, we're still firing bolt-action rifles once every round, right? Yeah. Because, yeah. holy crap, they're faster than Color Zulu tells us they are. Six right. seconds to, yeah. to, to, no. Yeah. No, I, no we, just, we, so we abstracted it a good bit, but yeah. it's basically just one attack roll around yeah. unless there's some extenuating circumstance. So you get the, you get another attack roll on, this, on these guys. You are reloading this round. I want to drop my belly if I can and do it like out of the window on flat in the ground. Got it. All right. Um, yeah, okay. Whoever has a... Uh, 
A likely acu looking acu fellow? Yeah, accurate looking, uh, accurate looking gun. <laughs> you just saw them uh, fired. None of them have accurate looking guns. Well, you know, looking. So that's a, that's <laughs> a hit. with a sharps rifle. <laughs> Especially if it hits you. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that'll be 13 damage. Come on. Ow. I was going to say sharps rifle. Actually, the thing is with the Springfields, the trap doors, mm -hmm. it should actually be called the Allens because it's the Allen conversion. Because hmm. um, that was a Civil War. Are you talking about the oh, ones right. that are the, the old original. muzzle? Yeah. Yeah, the original Con spring. Yeah. Yeah. Trap the, um, somebody down there, uh, uh, you know, he's not going to go home and get to see his kids. Mm -hmm. You know. <laughs> We're real broken up about You've retired somebody. Um Am I supposed to feel sorry about that? Not really. No, no. You haven't got to see these guys close up yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, there's uh, the the fire has died down over there since we've had like I think four guys tagged. Um, one, two, three, four. Because you hit the first guy. Uh, you managed to tag a guy. That was five. Yeah, fire has died down considerably. Uh, yipes. Yeah, oh my god. Uh, the cultists are having a shit day. So, um, Dex, uh, what would you like to do about this hand grenade? Draw it, if it's ready to go. Where would you like it to land? In front of these assholes? Behind these assholes? Oh. In the middle of these assholes. Well, we don't know what's... I mean, there's, there's, the, there's the two heads that are sticking up that are, you know... Uh, not anywhere near each other. They're since the the, the sort of It's firing. okay. Grenades are not a precision weapon. All right, fine. Um, but I wanted to know if you wanted to like overshoot the uh, slope and have it roll down the back of the slope. Yeah, just surprise, surprise. Okay, in there somewhere amongst them. You'd like for distance. Yes. Okay. Go ahead Let's... and roll, sir. That's a good roll. Fine. Yeah, it's a nine. Well, it goes where you want it to. The grenade disappears. You hurl the grenade. It flies out. It goes. It manages to get over the damn fence, uh, and then it goes down somewhere behind these guys who are shooting. It'll blow up next round. Um, I'm sure that when it lands, there's sort of there's a there's like a hurrah, only not happy <laughs> that that comes up. You know, ah, you know. <laughs> And uh, as it goes over there, what do you again? Would you like to, to, to fire some buckshot downrange? Yeah. All right. Again, just give me a roll. Keep it trying to suppress. Essentially, uh, that's a nine. Oh, all yeah, right. That should hit. Yeah, go ahead and give me two d six. Uh, six. Uh, yeah, okay. great. I tag the really? same guy. Take him out. Uh, okay. Doesn't, matter. Right. Doesn't matter. I'm not, I'm just trying to keep them keep them down, keep them pinned down. Let these guys do their work. The guys who are shot, my presumption is, is that when they're shot, they get off the firing line. Yeah. Nobody's, <laughs> nobody's yeah. gonna. Uh, yeah. Nobody's. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I'll take somebody new. I'm not, yeah. I, I have no preference. Yeah. Um, so here's what happens next this combat round. Um, nobody is shooting back. Um, but the grenade goes flying over, and. The first thing that happens is uh, there's a terrible sound of shock and disappointment, you know, about how they, the choices that they have made in their lives that have brought them to this place. <laughs> and then there's a roar, and it looks like these assholes are going to try and run away from the grenade towards you. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the guy who was laying down that you had not shot uh, is actually, I mean, he saw the grenade go overhead, and his response was to try and scramble forward and use the slope as some sort of defense from all the shrapnel that's going to be flying around. Um, 
Go ahead and give me a kill damage roll, please, of 15% or less will kill some fuckers. That's still going to kill some fuckers. <laughs> what do you roll? Uh, 69. 69, so okay. 15 well, it's, damage. It's, a, it's dirty, but... Um, okay. Grenade explodes. It flat out kills at least one guy over there, but you don't know about it because you don't get to see it. However, the rest of the shrapnel peppers a lot of other people. Let's see how many people get out of the way of... Wow, that is sad. <laughs> All right. Um, as far as people trying to run up the slope and get out of the way of the grenade by running forward, uh, the one guy's laying on his belly is just getting up to stand up. Uh, two other guys come running up the slope, uh, firing, uh, uh, firing their weapons as they come. Uh, you were reloading last round. Oh dear. Uh, you're reloaded. You're reloaded. Uh, grenade goes off. Boom. The screen both quiets down and gets louder simultaneously. You know, mm -hmm. the way that our, you know, small explosives do to crowds of people. Um, who, I guess we're going dex rolls. Who wants to shoot one of these poor dumb bastards running straight at you? Uh, yeah, I guess. If they insist. Uh, that's a critical hit. Do we really need to roll this? Yeah. It's half the fun. We do need to roll we this. We do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that'll be four or nine. Uh, that'll be 13 damage. Mm, no. You know, you're shooting at, a, again, a five foot two, 109 pound Malaysian fella that didn't go well for him. You, just, you can see through it. Boom. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. <laughs> he so drops like a stone. You know, just face plants. Boom. Right there in front of the Yeah, camp. like that scene from Judge Roy, Life and Times of Judge Roy Bean. Yep. Bad Bob. That was Stacy Keach's finest moment on screen. I think so, too. Um, so is there only one or there there's two? Still, there's, there's one getting up who's starting to stand up um, and the grenade went off. Uh, whether he's been peppered or not. Uh, he's kind of disappeared in dust and... No, there's not that much. I mean, the grenade... I mean, it's it's weird. It's like a fire... I mean, my experience of grenades and seeing them used in training films is that they, it's like a firecracker and then everybody's hurt. I mean, you know... <laughs> yeah, it's there's, not very big. There's no... It's not a gas explosion. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. There's no fireball from Michael Bay. There's just this thing that goes off, bang, and then everybody's... Oh, look, we all have uh, hemorrhaging. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> um, it's really creepily... It's really understated. I was really shocked by how small grenades seemed going off. Mm -hmm. You know. Oh yeah, I think our biggest problem over there in the Nam was Hollywood didn't make her hand grenades. <laughs> <laughs> Those damn things are going off like 155 rounds on the silver screen. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I that's what I remember from Rap Patrol is that you could throw a grenade at a German tank and the whole German tank would explode. Yes, that that's what I remember. They make good poop geysers of poop water though. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, latrine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I uh, yeah, I've I've seen some. I don't know what they threw over the side, but there's some fresh from Russia guys throwing a grenade over the side of a boat to, you know, for whatever reason, and it practically capsizes the boat. You know, <laughs> that's because it's pushing water, not air, kids. You know, it, it's different than when it goes off in the air. Yeah. Um. um so. I'll just, I guess I'll just concentrate fire to do a short burst of the one. Okay. And that's actually a miss by uh, 7%. Okay. Uh, you fire a bunch of bullets. Uh, they go that way. Um, Frank, uh, having thrown your grenade, uh, what would you like to do now? 
You have a shotgun, you have a pistola. Well, I still got rounds in a shotgun, so I'm gonna kachak and uh, I got somebody to shoot at. Go ahead and give me a roll. Right. If I got two fellas to, give, to take a shot at. All right, this is z zero four. Again, that's good. Uh, give me a uh, 2d6 damage at this range. Seven. Seven. Ow. That's shitty. Uh, that's, yeah. Yeah, it goes, okay. it goes up to 2d, whatever, 2d8, 2d10, and sort of pretty yeah. close, 10 meters or 20 meters or whatever it is. Uh, he's hit by um, pellets, but he's still up. Uh, would you like to do something about that? Yeah. Sure. Ryan, give me a roll. Uh, 95 is going to be a miss. Boom! You, uh, you, you pulled the trigger. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's that going for you. You had that going for you. All right. Um, this one poor maniac is running <laughs> toward the camp. He goes through the front gate, uh, closing range with you people. A chariots of fire music is playing in the background. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it, this may turn out more like... Uh, a Gallipoli with uh, whoever wasn't Mel Gibson running at the Turkish trenches. I'm I have to restrain my my Delta Green. Uh, if I was a Delta Green agent, I would tell this guy to like drop his gun, put his hands up. But I realize I'm I'm not. I'm, I'm a I'm a Navy guy who wants to be a Marine. This guy <laughs> done. <laughs> Surrender is not an option. Okay, seventy and seventy nine is not good. Um, two guys, there's a couple of incoming rounds, you guys. They don't come in. This guy fires his weapon. Um, it, the bullet goes, I don't know, somewhere. It, it doesn't go near you. Um, who, who wants to shoot this poor bastard? They're, like, actually, everyone give me an awareness roll. Yeah. So, so. No nope. fumble. Okay, nope. you, you only see that guy. Yeah. You only see the guy you shot. Did you make it? No. Okay, you didn't make it. You did? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you are... Uh, you're seeing some guys uh, who are down along the edge of the fence that's... Uh, right now, you're sort of at the corner, which is facing the faces east and south. And that's mm -hmm. where the, the gate is. In the, technically in the south uh, side of the fence. Uh, and you guys are all sort of pointing basically south uh, with the Ocean to your, uh, ocean to your left. Uh, you're seeing guys cut through the. You're seeing some guys now. Uh, uh, three guys who have come up and they are uh, apparently did not. They did not bring any bolt cutters or wire cutters with them, but they are attempting to hack the chicken wire fence down with some sort of bladed weapons. Oh, okay. Uh, and they are maybe a hundred fifty yards down away from you. They're 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 sorry, hundred and. Nah, maybe 150 feet away, maybe 50 yards away. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah, I'll kind of down the fence. Which I'll kind makes of them... scoot around sideways and right. plug one of them. All right. The rest, because they're not making gunshot noises, the rest of you do not see them. So you go ahead. Uh, I guess you can. I guess you don't have to roll to reposition. You don't have to take a turn repositioning yourself. That's your call. I'm gonna make you do it. Go ahead and do that because you're on your belly. Okay. And. Uh, it's it's like you see it this way, and it's not a matter sure. of just I'll roll to my side. Yeah, and, yeah. You know. No, that's fair. Um, 
you're still facing uh, the guys, the guy who ran through the front gate and is uh, running straight at the building at mm. this point and is kind of wild-eyed and maniacal having, you know, he's awful of adrenaline and, you know, whatever else you have when you're in shock from your right. shot with the buckshot. Um, what do you want to do with this poor fellow? I want to fill him with some bullets. And right. we'll go ahead and make a roll. Adrenaline. No, I missed again. Oh my god. This is gonna be <laughs> <laughs> He gets in the building with your charge of the light brigade here. Yeah. yeah. If he gets in the building with you, you guys just sit him down in a corner and go, Good work. That's right. You know? Get this guy a medal of honor. Let me tell you about let me tell you about the program. <laughs> Congressional Medal of Honor. Uh, Frankie is now uh, in I'm gonna say he's close enough that it's looking like two D eight if you make contact with this guy. Bink! Go ahead and give me a roll. Meet, Miss, meet my friend, Mr. Mossberg. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> Blam. Whee! It's Neo. All right, let's see. If He's I just can... dodging the bullets at this point. Uh, right. hey, 33, one, one critical. 33? Critical 30, 33. Yeah. So that's a cr critical success. I guess that's 48 at the, this range. The advantage of those shotguns, though, is that oh, no, no, no. they, they no, no. give you a I'm bonus sorry. to hit. Stop, stop, stop. This guy's run far enough that he's got the damn... I'm going to put the damn building between, you know... Yeah, he had two rounds running. I'll shoot no, I can't I'll do shoot it. I, I can't do it. I, I, he would, he'd be behind the building this round, but I'm going to go ahead and say... I'll shoot his legs out. I'm just going to let the shotgun, the, the critical hit shotgun thing, do its job. It's 48. I don't know how you're going to not kill him, but you could always roll four. Uh, Twelve. Well, that is, not that, great, but that is still not, enough. That is not four. Yeah. Um, pfft, okay, he knows dive. He like gets the buckshot and then flies out of your visual range behind the the building he was trying to get to for cover. Hooray! One of the things about shooting their legs out from under him, you got to be on the same level. You have to be down where he That's is. True. That's Since true. you're up on this, you yeah. wouldn't be. They would. Their legs would be protected. You shoot the ground, you ricochet the buckshot up into them. <laughs> I'm sure that will work because nothing ricochets like dirt. Yeah. That's my favorite thing when they're when you hear the ricochet noise in a movie when it's hitting dirt. Yeah, <laughs> just like it sounds like they just bounced it off the inside of a concrete bunker. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, that, that's not the sound that it makes at all. I'm I'm almost positive. I, I was watching one of the James Bond movies last night, and I had there's a helicopter that's like. On fire, and you hear the Stuka dive bomb noise. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, come on. I I, I know come exactly. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure you're talking. Uh, uh, you only live twice. Yeah, Roger Moore Bond. Yeah. Uh, the right vol now, volcano base, right? No, I think this was a different one. This huh? was, mm -hmm. Yeah, either way. I remember the Stuka noise in the helicopter fight, and you only live yeah. twice. It's, yeah, when, it's, it's when he picks the guy in the wheelchair up and drops him. Oh, in, you're right. Which is, is like so comical. Yeah. Because he's like, let me go. Okay. Yeah. He goes, really? You're going to get rid of Blofeld like, like, like in a Wiley e. Coyote thing? Yeah. yeah. Who the fuck? Who wrote that shit? Was there a writer strike? Fucking <laughs> no, no. hell. It's Blofeld, and you're going to. No, never mind. I can't even. They failed. Um. They failed by not getting Idris Elba to be the next Bond. That's how they <laughs> failed. Holy crap. With that, uh, with that accent? Yeah. It's going to fail. Anyways, moving along. Um, you have repositioned yourself. You're through half a mag. Uh, you're two shotgun shells and a grenade down. You're, what, three shotgun, four? Give or take. Yeah. Uh, this would be a pretty good time to start reloading because you got one round in the chamber, folks. Always, always, and you are on your what round? Uh, this might be five. I have, no, I've, I've, uh, I've shot three. Okay. 
restaurant. Just keep track of that stuff because I gave you uh, actual lists of ammo for mm -hmm. a reason. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. You may have and I'm gonna, Nick, I'm just going to go ahead and ka-chunk, ka -chunk. I think it's two rounds per combat round. Uh, really. Yeah, so that... For, for, for uh, uh, that kind of magazine. Um, Tubular magazine. Yes. Um, all right, you will be able to get a shot at these guys over by the fence. There are four of them. You have two bullets. Yeah. It's a shame um, I don't have one of those Saiga. She better have one of those Saiga Salt 12s from Russia. Sadly, we're going to have to wait a couple more decades. First, they have to, well, like they've become commies. <laughs> and you have to wait for them to uh, uh, come up with a. They do have some lovely semi auto weapons at this time, though. Just not uh, auto. Right. Uh, Did he hit? Yeah, that plugs one of them, uh, wings one of them for four damage. Okay. Um, well, they know you see him now. Yep. Yeah. So, they will attempt to return fire by first using their awareness. Not very... Oh, here we go. Okay. Two guys are looking around. Ow, my arm! And mm. uh, has dropped the, uh, the the cutlass or whatever it was, or saber or scimitar. He's knocking a hole in the... Uh, uh, the knocking the fence down with it's partially uh, chopped away because again the, the wire is just snapping under the weight of what he's hitting it with right. but uh, at least one guy uh, sees where you're at and he is going to attempt to return fire with a 74 Wee! bang the bullet goes somewhere but it's mm -hmm. not in use that's all you care about mm -hmm. um, let's see here um, the um, I need awareness rules from you guys as well. All three of you. 91. Mm. Not going to make it. Yeah. 11 so quick fit. Uh, okay. 93. Come on. You're the only one notice is this. Somehow, according to your eye, whatever, uh, you're seeing a uh, uh, couple of boats uh, from Leilu Island that are disappearing out of your sight, that are sort of coming into the, uh, the area. Uh, they're disappearing out of, the, out of you know, trees that are in the way. They're, they're probably coming into that dock there. All right. Um, you're thinking that there's something like uh, maybe as many as 30 assholes. Oh, God, them. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll be all like, we there's gotta, also we gotta think about moving. Yeah, there's, um, there's a lot. Um, in fact, each of these boats probably had something on the range of 30 assholes. And you've made a lot of them into mincemeat. That's, there's no doubt about that. There's plenty of guys you don't even, you haven't even met yet. How do you lay eyes on it? We're all going, I'm gonna, my butt hurts. I have shrapnel in it, you know. Um, yeah, they're not having a good time. So, uh, so you, would you, would you war, yell at a warning to the effect? Yeah, I'm pretty much saying, hey, we gotta, we gotta go. We're getting, we're gonna get overrun. Yeah, LP. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, you you basically this combat round get to listen to him go. What do you mean overrun? What do you mean overrun? Was he more boats? More boats? Um, more assholes? All right. Um, uh, the uh, lieutenant uh, gives what again? Not exactly. Uh, the master of land combat. He would not know how to how to, how to announce a you know sort of uh, firing retreat. Um, I have a whistle. The only, the only one's really far away is him, right? Uh, like he's kind of like he's, a, yeah, he's he's maybe twenty yards off tops. Yeah, not bull whistle. Okay. 
Um, there is a signal for retreat. You know, that's not a problem. You can you can hear that. Um, so again, the the I guess the uh, the fire and retreat I guess exists. It's just not turned into the drill that it is today. But uh, throwing uh, as many hand grenades as possible over your shoulder while um, uh, as, as far as you can throw them while laying down as much fire with the uh, BR would seem to be how, how, advised. How how far am I from the? Um, would you say fifty yards? It's about fifty yards from the guys. Those guys. guys. Mm -hmm. That's uncomfortably close for combat. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's this. Right, it's this so, slope. It just lets them get too close. Yeah. Well. Uh, well. Okay. So what I want to do is is kind of uh, crawl out from under this building, mm -hmm. and um, and then uh, ready. A, you know, I, I want to not be exposed. Like. In there, directly exposed to them. You know, I want to be behind, as much behind thing, cover concealment as I can, can be. So the they're not. I'm just like, the, hey, here I wooden, am. The big, heavy wooden stilts that hold the building, up. and they go all underneath the building. So I mean, I'm basically just like crouching like that. So I'm uh, and not. And then there's the obvious. There's the wooden staircase sure. that comes down the front, and that provides some visual blockage as well. Yeah. Not so much. Yeah, whatever's me. close. I'm. I'm not trying to maneuver a lot. I just don't want to be. You know, easy, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, I want to be getting a grenade ready to help hurl at those four dudes. All right. The uh, the bad news, and as if there was any good news, mm -hmm. um, the bad news is to get out of here. Running across that open field again is just that's just a shooting gallery. Yeah. The best retreat is probably to retreat uh, north along the eastern edge of this place because there are these buildings there, you know, that and use those buildings for cover. Mm -hmm. And then get out of the compound and into the woods or into the jungle to the north. That doesn't put you exactly yeah. in a straight and my, line. my assumption is that when people start, when our people start retreating, these dudes over here at the fence mm -hmm. will be able to shoot at them. Yes, they so will. That, that's why I'm. That's why I'm trying to grenade them. Okay. All right, uh, you will to throw a grenade. You'll have to emerge from underneath this building. You cannot. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I meant. I'm kind of crawling out and then trying to kind of hunker down behind okay. the, the, the corner the, of it or whatever I can manage. I would say that if you were at the uh, northwest corner, that is to say, pillar that's at the northwest corner of the building, mm -hmm. um, that's some decent cover. That's something a bullet's well, not going to go uh, through. Could I try? Could I try stealth to? Uh, you know, get into the come out in a shadow that, or something uh, like that. You, if you stealth, then the two guys who didn't see you might not see you this round. But the one guy who did see you will still be able to shoot you because mm -hmm. you're relatively, you're in shadow. It's a bright sun overhead. And it's yeah. black underneath that building. Oh, anyway, but you're, I want to do my best to to not be a target. All right, um, go ahead and roll into your stealth. If you hmm. succeed, uh, okay. then maybe one of those guys will have a harder time picking you out. Uh, yeah, that succeeds. All right, those th you're still going to get at least one guy shooting at you. Yeah. But the other two guys who didn't see you last round because they didn't see where the bullet came from, mm -hmm. they're they're going to have to make uh, awareness. As long as I can spot. get a you know twenty point benefit of cover <laughs> or concealment, that'll you'll take that's as much as you'll I can take twenty percent and live with it. Okay. Yeah. All right, so. Cool. All right. Uh, you still got half a magazine. What are you going to do with it? Uh, again, you've called out that this is a problem. You're not seeing any more guys uh, coming up that front door. They they seem to have given up on that option. Um, what uh, what are you going to do with your BAR? I'm pretty much thinking to lay down cover fire, yelling at them to to bomb back. Okay. Get somewhere where they can. Do you want to burn up a full ten rounds or just a full five or five rounds? Because there's a point. 
where there's going to be a lot of running and you do want to empty this magazine? No, yeah. As long as we have a little bit of um of the volume of fire on our side, I'll just just say yeah, like a five round. Okay. Um, give me an awareness roll to see if we can come up with a target to hit because again, they're not really sticking their heads up. Yeah, crit. Crit. Yeah. One of those four assholes over the fence, you know, cutting a hole in the fence. You yeah. can shoot them, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, if there's four of them and they're all and they were bunched up, you might as well use the full ten but rounds. No. Nope. No. Actually, I, I fumble. Oh, you fumble. Excellent. I've heard that bar loves to jam. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's. Let me uh, give me a luck roll, please. Under fifty. Yeah. So I got thirty. Okay. Um, you do in fact get a jam. Uh, bop, 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 and clunk. They don't know it's a jam. They just know a bunch of bullets flew at them. Uh, how many rounds did you fire? I was going to do, uh, I had half the magazine, so I was going to do five rounds. Okay. Uh, you jammed after two rounds. Um, you get to spend next kind of round clearing that jam. Uh, what are you going to do with yourselves? He says more guys are coming. Then he shoots some bullets. Okay. We've heard the whistle for retreat, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep, we're out of here. Okay, where do you want to leave this building? Uh, going out the front door uh, could expose you to fire. Uh, going through a side wall, that is to say the north wall, just straight through out a window, would definitely mean less being uh, seen by people. That would put a building between you and the problem. Go out through the north wall. All right. Uh, yeah, and I, and I, well, so I don't really know. Uh, well, I hear, I hear shooting, but I don't know who's still up. So I'm, I'm assuming it's still the guys at the front gate. So I guess the north wall is the best place to go. Uh, yes, that would be... Technically, I really wish you were on the east, but I don't know that. Yes, you're right. If you I don't went out, know you're right. That. If you yeah. went out the east wall, anyone coming in through the uh, through the south yeah. wall would not get a firing yeah. solution. So, on. north is good. Is the lieutenant moving out? Uh, yes, yes. He, is, uh, he has stuffed uh, a pile of crap, and he is now leaving the office carrying something that looks like a doctor's valise, which he did not arrive with, uh, that is like, you know, there's like photographs coming out of it as he's running out of the office. All right, I was going to drag him along, but I had to, but if he's, if he's moving with a purpose, then I don't need to Yeah, he's, he's uh, like I said, he's slammed to this overpacked valise shut and is heading out. Uh, heading out of the building uh, with you. So you guys are going, uh, he might actually start, let me go, hold on. Um, he's going towards the front door. Yeah, I'll, as I run by, I'll just kind of grab him by the <laughs> by the cuff, and as I go steering, if I move out the window, I'll push him towards the one to the right next to it. Fair enough. He's not, right. Hopefully, he's not totally incompetent. Uh, he's easily steered. He just was heading out the front door because <laughs> it was the door he came in. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, <coughs> uh, you're repairing that. Let's see about counterfire. That asshole does not see you with a ninety-three. That asshole does. How did I roll 293? Hmm. Oh, wait a minute. Let's try that again. 98. <laughs> 79. Wow, the cultists are having a shit day. And um, one of them gets to shoot at you. Ooh. Cool. <laughs> that sounds like a hit. Uh, let's see here. Dun, 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 dun. Oh. Two points of damage. Yeah. On a D twelve. Okay, that's Count not that's not nothing. Yeah. No, you felt that one. That yeah. the jerk who was who saw you puts another round in your general vicinity and uh, chews off a piece of your. Mm, oh wow. Um, you weren't using that here. <laughs> Bullet comes by, just absolutely slices your fucking ear off. Um, Boge. 
Uh, got you full and undivided attention. God damn it! <laughs> um, would you care to respond? Would you care to retort? Uh, yeah, okay, so they're 50, 50 yards out, mm-hmm. which is... You got one bullet in this. Well, no, I've got oh, a grenade, right. so, but a it's long range for a grenade. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to I'm gonna spend, I'm, just for that, I'm going to spend this turn aiming, so I have to maximize my chances of blowing them all up. Okay. You're, um, give me a, a, a weapons use roll to unjam your weapon. Yes. All right. You were able to, whatever the problem was, whether it was a dead round uh, or a misfeed, uh, you make it work. You're one round down, so that means you've uh, got seven rounds left on this thing. Um, you can fire next round. Uh, you guys are going out a wall or a window. Um, you're now on the north side of the building, uh, kicking out the, I don't know, the wicker, the, 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 the wicker uh, uh, roll down shade, you know, out yep. the window. I'm not going to make you roll jump or rolls or athletics to get out the window. It's just you fall down. It's, it's, it's okay, not. where were you at, Shane? Um, so I'm under the, or, or next to, at a corner of the headquarters building, headquarters building mm-hmm. which I don't remember where that is in relation to. It the, is a little further. It is uh, uh, south okay. of, the, of the, uh, uh, the, the building for the archaeologists. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are on the north side of the building of the archaeologist because you got two buildings between him and you. Okay. Well, it's a little further into the compound. I'm going to, uh, I just had an idea. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pop a grenade back into that building because it's pretty He's still in it. Huh? He's still in it. He's, he's still in the building. <laughs> I'm going to pop a grenade back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pop a grenade into the building. <laughs> All right, well, are you going to prepare a grenade? Uh, no, actually, what I want to do is set the damn building on fire. All right, that's fair. Uh, I'd say prepare a grenade, and maybe he'll get out of the building in a combat round or two. Let's go! Do you, uh, you now have bullets in your weapon? Do you use them, or do you flee? He's still closer to the enemy, and he's kind of, like, furthest back, right? Yeah. I need to give him cover fire so he can do what he has to do and get back. Okay, go ahead and uh, open fire, please. No. Ah, uh, no. Okay. No. You kick up a lot of dirt around those guys. <clears throat> and that's that. For that that is that for that round. Oh, actually, no, wait a minute. Let's start over. You uh, are aiming this round. You did some cover fire. You have now have a live grenade that you prepared last round, and you were doing what? Uh, I want to. So the the next building north of the. Archaeologist building. I want to run to the north side of that so that I can turn and try to provide some cover. Okay. Such that it is with a shotgun. All right. Um, then you are in motion. Um, let's see what the bad guys are up to. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, Couple more rounds come your direction, sir. Um, the, the guys who didn't see you clearly see you now. Okay. Um, so they the, those guys fired in. Yeah. Uh, now let's see. Um, your focus is on those guys. You've got your uh, round to aim. Would you care to throw your hand grenade? Yeah, I was just uh, looking up for sure what our what our range was on that thing. Sooner or later, it 
there's a lot. <laughs> base range 20. Okay, so uh, so base range is 20, and then they're 50. So it's two, two reductions. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I'm going to be at minus 40, and with the aiming for plus 20 is, is at 90, so that brings it down to a straight 50%. Okay. 50%. Who could ask for better odds? Yep. And that's 35. All right. Take that. Go ahead and give me um, four uh, lethality rolls, because sure. there's four assholes that uh, are really yeah. clustered up. Eight damage, 12 damage, 11 damage, and instant death. Everybody falls down. <laughs> Grenade goes off on the on the inside the chicken wire, you know. Mm -hmm. Boom! The shrapnel doesn't care about chicken wire. Mm -hmm. like, Holy um, shit! What's over there? Everybody falls down. Um, More shrapnel. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I would say that you have a an awesome opportunity to leave the vicinity. Yeah. All right. You're rolling. You're rolling. Everybody's rolling out of here. All right. Should, we should run up the train track because we can make good time and we can go in that direction. Mm -hmm. You really want to get inside the. Excavation. No, I, that's a great defensible position, right? I mean, it's yeah. probably like a cape or something. I'm sure there's two exits. We won't you know get what? trapped you know like what? rats in a bowl. You know what? <laughs> the locomotive is there. That's really that's what I've wanted uh, this whole time. It really is. You haven't stopped talking about those locomotives <laughs> since you arrived. Uh, perhaps there's even dynamite. We can load the locomotive with dynamite. Such a player character plan. I've seen Ducky Sucker, you know? Yeah. That oh, is exactly right. Bernie, Bernie Casey. All right. Um, All right. I'm going to, because it's late, let's wrap this up. I would normally let you guys poke around on the island for many more hours, get into the uh, the, the horrible dig site, uh, and uh, explore all kinds of other things. But again, we are limited by convention, uh, you know, uh, conditions. Mm -hmm. um, the rest of the scenario is basically a giant chase across the island. Can you get back to your boat and get off the island before something terrible happens? Before you get caught up to by this swarm of 60 to 90 cultists scouring the jungles looking for you. And it, uh, it's a matter of can you keep them at bay long enough with your grenades as they run out and your ammunition as it runs out uh, to make it out of the jungle. Mm -hmm. uh, there are a number of other options inside this haunted house of an island that are going on. There's, all, there's other things that you can get into, but we're gonna, like I said, wanted to try and streamline this as much as humanly possible. But this is, uh, this encounter uh, is meant to be the first uh, chapter of a campaign that's going to jump from decade to decade, uh, showing you sort of some pro, some pre-Delta Green stuff, some stuff that happens and also pre-Insmith, this is the pre-Insmith moment. There's a post-Insmith moment based on uh, the Lovecraft uh, rewrite uh, Out of Aeons, or Out of the Aeons, mm -hmm. um, that takes place sort of after that story sh shuts down. Uh, there is stuff for the 1940s when Delta Green is part of the OSS and everything's awesome and you, you know, you'll get to do, uh, uh, do some dirt to some uh, nasty Japanese uh, secret police guys with the, what's the? Kempetai. Kempetai guys and some guys in the Black Ocean Society. They will be making an appearance. Um, or Black Dragons as well. By the way, there's also some circulating rumors that they had something called Unit 831. Yeah. Weaponizing uh, the occult. I still think that's up there with sort of the real uh, society. Yeah, I stuff. do too. Yeah. You know, there's. But um, there is if a. I, if I have to read another Japanese anti-mythos society, I'm going to blow my brains out. So, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, the you had, we, we, had, we had a couple submitted for the group groups contest. We oh, anti-mythos? What do you mean, anti-mythos? <laughs> yeah, or know, mythos society. These guys, they, 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 no, it's, it's, it's flat out. Uh, yeah, we, we had a couple submitted for uh, the contest that we ran at None of yeah, the Opera, no, and they a, were very yeah. verbose. They're very good, but they were very, they went on very for verbose. Yeah. So yeah, I had um, the one thing, though, you could say about Unit 731, there's at least a half a million Chinese who can calling the ghost of their ancestors <laughs> to talk about what happened to them, not to mention the allied POWs. Yeah, I'm not sure. And then no, my favorite part is that we we let them walk for a whole bunch of scientific data that turned out to be horseshit. Yeah. We let them go. It wasn't like we got to the moon by pardoning, you know, letting Werner von Braun off the hook. We got nothing out of that deal except a bunch of un- uh, requited Japanese fascists who are now involved in all the Japanese industry in the 50s and 60s. The ones that are surviving. A lot of those old boys have kicked the bucket. We should certainly hope so. Um, so the rest of the scenario is basically a, a rush to get off the island. Um, there are other options. There are many other ways that this thing can sort out. You can repair the radio station. Hell, you can call the Japanese and tell them to get over here with a destroyer or something. They'll be happy to steam over and sink the other ship, you know, uh, mm-hmm. that's attacking the island. Um, yes, the island Leilu is filled with Japanese survivors who've all holed up on that island. There's guys who are partially damaged, there are guys who are partially insane, there are guys from some of the other outposts that have all decided to retreat to uh, the island and hunker down there and wait until, you know, the next mail boat shows up and they notice that they're overdue. Um, yes, the Japanese are digging up uh, a Lovecraft-style archaeological site, something from before man's supposed to have existed. Um, in this case, it's Mu, um, and it's uh, it's uh, a temple to Katanatoa. And um, so I figured when, I, when you described the corpses initially, and um, what happened is, is that sure enough, uh, there are there are. Uh, creepy black dragon guys who are here in the archaeological team whose job it is is to find a way to weaponize this stuff for the emperor and uh, they're they're also analyzing the fact that there is a buried in the earth uh, ancient temple with uh, a power plant that they don't understand how it works so they're a little interested in that as well Um, but the uh, temple is dedicated to Katanatoa uh, you also have Gatanatoa cultists um, in the Japanese unit. Because uh, again, they went and found their occult specialists and didn't vet them very well. So the facility, the place is destroyed uh, using by slipping uh, some footage of Gatanatoa from a summoning, uh, or the, not physically summoned, you just get to see Gatanatoa through a mirror. But uh, the whole thing is, Katanatoa is, you, you know, if a perfect image of Katanatoa is created, it has the same effect mm-hmm. as looking on Katanatoa. So, the film was Cecil B. DeMille's The Cheat, which, oddly enough, stars the Japanese actor who was Colonel Saito in Bridge um, on the River Kwai, <laughs> playing the, the uh, swarthy love interest in the story that the wife has an affair with. And it was super, super dirty for 1916. Mm. That's, the, that's what the film came out. But the Japanese have uh, you know, as part of their you know entertainment for the troops who are stuck on this island, they brought in movies. Well, this particular movie, uh, our villain uh, has threaded in a section of Gatanatoa footage, and uh, it doesn't do anybody who's sitting there watching it any good. There's a lot of sand damage. There's a lot of guys who are taking you know, uh, oh gee, I'm I'm not. It's not actually Gatanatoa, but I'm still taking 
20 points of damage or whatever. Uh, there's guys who just who, who died. Uh, there's chaos and destruction on the base when that happens. Uh, the without getting into too much detail, you know, the base is wiped out, except for the people who have uh, uh, who are Gatanto occultists. They uh, signal with the um, with the uh, wireless, and come get the stuff. The place is safe. Smash up the radio. No one else can use it. Um, the boat, the, the Saramaru, the crew on that was also destroyed uh, because um, uh, through another through through another weapon that is associated with the temple that I will not get into. But the, the boat is full of mummies, mm-hmm. um, and they just opened the seacocks and let it sink to the. They just opened up all the valves and just let it sink mm-hmm. after they did that. After everybody on the ship was turned inside out. A few people managed to get to a lifeboat and paddled, took the one lifeboat they had off the side of Maru and got on it and tried to get to Phnom Penh mm-hmm. and uh, did not work out. Did not work out for them. The storm wasn't any good. Most of them were already mummified or mummifying mm-hmm. by the time they got in the boat, so bad news for them. There's a lot of plot hooks that were dropped. At some point, um, I was going to throw in some of Bully Hayes' treasure on the grounds that the Japanese were surveying the island for, uh, you know, harbors and portages. They just find the ship uh, in that one harbor and hauled the, hauled the silver out of the bottom. I think it's Spanish silver from Manila or something like that. Hmm. Um, there, there was going to be the whole thing where there's possibly these, these bags of silver in the bottom of the ship, the, the, the lifeboat, to get everyone excited. Um, but uh, essentially... It can come down to, uh, you know, the cultists load up their boat to leave. You can try and stop them. You can fuck up the, uh, the, the, the barge. You know, there's certain things they can't get off without the barge as the intermediate between, between the uh, sailing ship. Um, uh, I've had players, you know, uh, you know go and radio in the, in the Japanese uh, to intercept the ship, you know, and while the Americans stand off far enough to not really be involved... Uh, they just have the Japanese try and get these guys to pull over and show your colors, which they don't because they're going to occultists, and so they get sunk and everything goes to the bottom and everything and sort of zeroes out. But this is your first introduction that there's this thing that turns people into mummies and it's some sort of weapon. And uh, apparently it can kill you, and apparently it can be killed with a movie. Um, eventually, uh, under the second scenario, which takes place in 32, which is after Out of Ends happens, you find the mummies. You have access to one of the mummies uh, that turns up because of an incident in the museum. The Navy doesn't know the mummy's there. It's just a mummy. But there's an incident in the museum where somebody dies like they died in 1919. And suddenly the Navy goes, oh, shit, we should totally take a look at that. And that's the second scenario. And then again, we move on to World War II, the 50s, the 60s. Uh, 70s is where you're stealing the uh, stealing Delta Green's files. After the agency has been disbanded, you, you're going to do sort of a heist job. To The first part of the scenario can be getting the components together for the heist, and then the last part is the heist. Um, I've often, I'm not sure how much that I'm going to do. It may just start with the heist hmm. rather than make the players do the part where do we find... The prep is all the fun part. Well, it'd be the thing where you have to, you know, can we find the book that tells us, uh, you know, uh, how to look through a gate and see what's on the other side of the gate. Because otherwise, the guy who's making the gate just makes the gate and says, okay, go through and see if I found, see if the gate opened the right place. 
Yeah. And your players step through and they're on Pluto or whatever. <laughs> you know, um, if you can't open, if you can't see what's on the side, it's it's a, it's a crapshoot. Uh, depending on how the gates open, because that's how they're going to do the heist. You get in the vault with a gate spell, and that attracts all kinds of mythos fubblies. The '80s one is about this analog, which is about this shit turning up on VHS tapes, and the test bed for whether this stuff works is uh, mailing it out to uh, sort of underground uh, and um, what you call it, uh, uh, black market video stuff. You know, yeah. um, and they need to they need to test the system out, see how it works. So they've uh, created some place that sells pornography through the mail, and so they can send out one tape to a customer, see how it works out. And the idea is um, that uh, they're no longer because of the way the human eye sees stuff and the way we watch film. Uh, the problem starts off where it's on film, but how do you get somebody to sit still? and watch a film of Katana Toa until they die. Well, what if you can put the perfect image of Katana Toa in there at whatever the frame rate is for a normal projection so you can slip the image into a piece of film? Uh, now people will sit there and they're mentally, they're only seeing what they're watching, but underneath that, the image is still being, is still touching them and they are still being slowly drained. Uh, mummified, maybe not even, maybe in a slower way, but not even noticing until it's too late. Um, now we have cell phones, and everybody has. They're carrying around their own little personal theater that they can watch. So the problem just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. The potential for it, uh, the further you go down the line. So the idea is you play different Delta Green agents in every every setting until and the information you picked up in 1919, 1932, 1940, all that eventually adds up to the information you're going to need to stop the problem in 2019. You get to decide whether you're going to do it as out, uh, as uh, as outlaws or the program. You know, because I'm sure the program will use this as a weapon system. I mean, that would be wrong, right? True. So that's what you're. That's what you're. This is your first taste of it. This is your first taste of the katana it was problem. Fascinating, man. But Definitely. it's uh, it's too big for a con, sadly. Um, and frankly, so far the only one that's really been con sized is the heist. Mm -hmm. I've been able to get through that in four hours or less. Um, three hours one time at uh, Gen Con. Um, did it for Ross Payton and those guys. One of the reasons I didn't run it on you guys is it's already out. It's already going to be out there on on tape. Mm -hmm. As is the 1932 one. They ran. Uh, ironically, you're concerned about what's out there on tape. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you guys get the the earliest version, the earliest version of this of this concept yeah. before it's well, before it's. It's metastatized with our technology and gets worse and worse. Right. There are also mythos delivery like systems that are involved in this as well. Uh, but depending on how the scenario turns out, they never return as a problem, or they, or they do return as a problem. Mm -hmm. um, but I had to rush you guys through this because, again, we all have to get to bed because we're old, old and creaky and not full of meth. Uh, games to run tomorrow. Yes, Look, we do. Math was an option. Nobody, nobody told you about the math. Nobody. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, we on. all voted, and they said no math. We had a quorum. Yeah. That's fine. I know that's. I know that's a disappointment for everyone. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so that's that's basically what the Garden of the Medusa is all about. There's all kinds of other horrible things like you know the name of the cultist ship is the Urale, which is one of the Gorgon sisters, and um, uh, one of our Japanese. Uh, there, there's the, the, there's a possibility for running into one of the the only surviving Japanese archaeologist is a Katana Toa cultist. You can run into him, squatting in the jungle waiting for his buddies to show up. 
right. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be fun. And he's got a couple of islanders with him. They're the last members of this degenerate family on the island who are the last cultists of Katakatoa that no one will marry, no one will associate with anymore, and they're just they're they're the weirdos that live in the hills. Yeah, I mean there's a there's there's a lot of there's a lot of really interesting ingredients there for a longer form kind mm-hmm. of mini campaign, yeah. right? I mean that even the island along the island, yeah, oh yeah, no, yeah, there's the, island, like, the stuff you got I mean, for sure. Oh yeah, I would. I could see. I could see that being a three or four game thing. Yeah. Because you're, you know, you're you're sort of digging into this and that and the other thing, and you know. I, mean, I think I think the I think the silver would be a, if if you're planning on making it a long form thing, mm-hmm. I think the silver would be fun because is an option. You, yeah, because then you have the option of your players kind of like okay, what became of that silver? And oh, that's oh, how wow. we, that's how we started to fund Delta Green. Yeah, was with the uh, leftover. So oh, yeah, like, 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 like somehow Insmith was paid with this. this mm-hmm. is, right, it's right. all I off the in. books. There's yeah, not yeah, budgeting yeah. for this, or oh, or or P four. Yeah. Yeah, this is sort of the genesis of this is some of the genesis P four. Something like that. And then you you play some P four agents in the thirties, and that's but that's you know it's it's going to be a pretty bulky scenario. No, it's the it, big challenge you have is is that because it's, with, as with every military scenario, if you've got one character that's the officer and everybody else is not, then the officer is officially the one with agency with, mm-hmm. with the ability yeah. the ability to actually make decisions. So might be better to keep the officer or or set or set it up so that the officer is is kind of incompetent and not involved. Yeah, that was perfect. And, so we get to and, make all and lets the just sort of like doesn't care, you know, and lets the Marines and the mm-hmm. and the corpsmen just do what they want. Yeah. Well, plus I felt like again I had to be honest. You leave the building, right? Come on, like so. Give me yeah, something. Yeah. Add a little bit of yeah. A, but you have to kind of you'll have, you'd have to kind of build that into mm-hmm. proactively, yeah. right? Yeah, that's <laughs> always been from my days with Twilight Two Thousand. That yeah. was a. Uh, yeah, know, people say, "Well, wait a minute. This is a military unit. Right. My character is a major." Right, and you've got, and I mean, also most most players. Um, don't have military experience, right? right. So and they either they'll either err too far on the side of, well, you know, fuck it, I'm just I'm the player, I'm going to do whatever I want, and there's no consequences or anything, well, and it doesn't feel right, this, or they err too far on the let's side. Let's this out. We all have to obey at all times. If perfectly. I leave the officer on the boat, like we, you know, you take the officer, and the officer doesn't want to go home because right. this, is a, job, there's, this there's, is a job for the Marines. You yeah, guys can and handle. again, everyone here is. Uh, I, I would like to. I would like to get promoted, not mummified. Mm-hmm. So you get to be the stalking horse to go fix the problem. Right, there's limited communication between. There's no radio communication. Right. You're not going to get out the man pack radio like it's 1950 or whatever and call back to the boat. Right. Um, you're going to be sent into a dangerous thing that you don't really want to be doing because it mummifies people. But somewhere on this well, island, but, how do you, but you don't know that. But there's I mean, somewhere on this island. There's also that silver. Yeah. So you 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 rope in the people who wouldn't necessarily be thrilled about doing this, and maybe they probe deeper into the situation and yeah. turn over more rocks because they're looking for the silver. Yes, there's the thing that the lieutenant wants. Like, wouldn't it be great if you went to the radio shack and stole the code books that are there? Mm-hmm. Which is another thing you can make off with. You can steal Japanese naval codes, um, but uh, you know, uh, maybe the hook to keep the less. Uh, 
uh, military-minded players on the line, it's like this. This would be a lot of money, and then it could be our money, and then you know we wouldn't have to be in the darn Marine Corps anymore. You're running pregens, you can build those motivations in. Well, I certainly did the con. Take care of your at least two guys came out of extreme poverty, so yeah. Yeah, uh, but anyways, um, uh, rather than continuing to bend the, the ears of the people who are not here and keep other people who are here up too late, let us all take a break and say that's all. Thank you, everybody, for playing. Thank you, you had for, a good time. Thank you very much. Thank you for running. Uh, yeah, man, it's great. This episode of Art Dream Presents was recorded live at the Omni Hotel at Necronomicon 2019 in Providence, Rhode Island. Special thanks to Adam Scott Glancy. To our players, Kevin Hamm, Frank Fry, Timothy Deshane, and Shane Ivey, and to Jesse Gordon of Necronomicon. Links to their work and to part one of this episode can be found in this episode's show notes. If you enjoyed this episode of Art Dream Presents, be sure to subscribe and give us a rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. This episode's music is Narla Thotep by Darkest of the Hillside Thickets, courtesy Divine Industries. Copyright 2019. Visit www.thickets.net.